Hey everyone out there in the CBC universe, welcome to another episode of Combo Characters, it's your friendly neighborhood podcaster Alfred here. I've got my gracious co-host, Chris, the uncontested creator, Gossidus! What's up man, I wish I had sadder air horns. <laughs> I wish I had a pirate angel to watch over me. Oh. Yeah. They're, those are rare. They are very rare, especially now. <laughs> Especially now. All right, this is our episode. It's all about Avengers Infinity War. That's the only thing we're going to cover on this particular episode. There is a bunch of other news that we probably should cover. Um, I think they just dropped an Ant-Man Wasp trailer. Whoa, I, I, I didn't know how that sentence was going to end. I thought you were going to say bomb. I'm like, oh, fuck, it started. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, at, least, at least we got to see Infinity War. <laughs> like, like, plot twist, North Korea, South Korea have united against us. That was the whole dun, dun. thing <laughs> that they were doing. Um, yeah, I guess, uh, I guess some I mean, of our favorite heroes aren't the only thing turning to dust. <laughs> that so the, to the people of the Korean Peninsula, we all say... So, yeah, we are covering Avengers Infinity War. We are uh, spoiler heavy because we're not going to try to not spoil it at this point. Though it has only been out for for like, what, five, six days? Everybody's seen it. Come on. Yeah, six days. How about this? As of Monday, Marvel's Avengers Infinity War made more than Justice League's entire run. (laughs) <laughs> i'm not trying to be a marvel fanboy I'm, those are just facts all right we just deal in facts here uh yeah man that is not good it's not a good time we have a real bad time there uh yeah wow you know I, here's the thing chris i'm not gonna do it to you i thought no. about it i thought about yeah. it and i was like no this is oh you're talking about the flashback versus yeah. Infinity War. Yeah. I, well, I mean, irony of all ironies, I had show notes prepared for it, but... Oh! No, 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 okay. You want to go? You want to take a run at that? No, because every time I'm caught off guard and I should know what to expect. I'm a fucking amateur. And then today, on company time, I'm like, you know, fuck that. I know it's coming up soon. I just saw it yesterday again, so I'm going to get my head straight. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, I got, that's I got quite no... the undertaking, man. You know, because no no one has ever even held two Infinity Stones at <laughs> once. So that's that's a lot. I mean, hey, man, if you want to take a run at it, I will just stand back. Uh, here you go. I'll tell you what. My yeah. my idea was I wanted you to just break down sort of Thanos's arc in this movie, since although he is the villain slash antagonist, uh-huh. in a lot of ways it's his story. So. Do you, you want to do traditional flashback uh, recap? Feel free. If you just want to cover the Thanos part for our listeners, I leave the floor to you, sir. The good news is that great minds do think alike, and that's exactly what I did. I had one, one page complete of like a, like very run-on, complex sentences trying to encapsulate the whole plot. And it's like, you know what? Fuck that. Let me just go over stone by stone and take you through Thanos' journey in the story. Awesome! I'm all ears. Let's 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 sit down, kids, and listen to, to Uncle Chris. <laughs> we start with the uh, Power Stone. Thanos decimates Xandar, completely undoing all of the heroic deeds in Guardians <laughs> Volume One. He just fucks up the Nova Corps. <laughs> <A little> gargoyle. <laughs> <laughs> it's not cool to need help. 
Uh, well, yeah, yeah he does that off screen. That's already happened before the movie begins. We begin and fucking running start right as Thor Ragnarok ended. The stinger it picks picks up right right off there. Uh, he quickly squeezes the space stone out of Loki. Uh, you had to squeeze hard enough. That's <laughs> yeah. Uh, know uh, how does uh, how does Loki fare in that transaction? See, he's doing all right. He's he's okay, right? He's like getting scone. He's yeah. It's fine. He's gonna go hit up a Panera. I mean, I think his uh is a strategy of like I'm gonna just like hold a dagger behind my back and then slice at him. Uh, that could have been thought through a little bit better. But he's like he's like that one kid that joins your D and D group. But it's his first week, and he's just like, yeah, this this is what you're supposed to do. I'm a thief, right? Like, I'm supposed to sneak around. Like, that's... It's like, oh, man. And then he gets killed, killed by the guardsmen in the town. Yeah. What a way to go. Uh, so... Oh, man, wait. Does Sandy have any bells? Do we have any bells for Loki? Uh, do we? Yeah, yeah, like I, a... I believe so. We have a gong. Okay, oh. yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Undert- the most ominous. <laughs> Undertaker gong for Loki. Um, real quick, uh, yeah. we also, I, I don't, I don't know if you're going to cover this or not in your little synopsis, but we yeah. do lose another moderately important Heimdall. character. Yeah. Heimdall. <laughs> Gongs for a Heimdall. Idris Elba, man. Uh, hate to he see like, it go. I have to go write this treatment for James Bond, my goddamn self. Yeah. You know what's uh, so, <laughs> so funny you say? I was just about to say, these two guys die within minutes of each other. They're like on an afterlife race to see who can be James Bond. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> oh, man. How do you like Tom Hiddleston for James Bond the villain? Oh, is yeah. It, is, it, is it typecasting at this point? I'm sure, but do it. I don't care. You want to make money? You want to make money or not? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I got it. I fucking got it. Okay. All right. Next James Bond movie. Yeah. Hiddleston, Idris Elba, yeah, plotted to get plotted against each other. Yes, we don't find out that they're both 007 until oh the end. Oh my God! Yes, MGM, where are you at? <laughs> I work for cheap, man. <laughs> All he needs is like 100k, which is nothing let's, in let's, Hollywood uh, terms. Two fifty. Okay. Oh, wow, 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 cheap. not cheap, not cheap, but he's already talking a quarter mill, okay, <laughs> I mean, gotta pay to scale, right, that's why there's unions, um, <laughs> I, I need these, I need these student loans paid off, man, yeah, man, whenever it comes to getting to the negotiation table, you just gotta scream at them, yeah, Bombay, <laughs> okay, which is, by the way, Wakandan for hold strong, we're wondering what they're yelling at the end of the movie, that's what it means, <laughs> All right, now I have finally have context. That's amazing. <laughs> okay, so all right, moving, oh, moving on. We're on to the reality stone, which is pretty pretty easy too. Not only because I mean he's fucking crazy, powerful, teleporting psychopath at this point. Fucking Thanos, teleporting uh, psychopath is great. That's a really good descriptor. <laughs> fucking Tavon, the collector, Benicio del Toro has it on nowhere. Uh, that place already got messed up by like a a chambermaid. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Guardians were no match for the Purple Shack after, on this one either. Yeah, they tried. They they bubble gunned themselves as much I as they told, could. I told you to go right. Yeah, I love that he told her twice. Like he, <laughs> he brings it up two times in the last minute that she's like with like alive in theory for yeah for him. Uh, and she's like seriously, really now, yeah. even now. He brings it up twice. It's real. It's a real MRA kind of move. So it's yeah, way to go. Start. We'll, we'll touch on him a little later. Uh, so yeah, so Thanos gets the reality stone there. 
Speaking of the better half of that toxic relationship, uh, the Soul Stone cost one Gamora. Yeah. And uh, Red Skull likes to watch. That's real weird all right quick little tidbit about red skull one super awesome that they kept that a secret and it didn't get out i'm kudos to them for being able to do that in 2018 with agent smith over there all the hype well here's the thing here's the thing not agent smith that's not that's not whatever that dude's name is i can't remember is it not no it's hugo weavering it's not Hugo Weaving. It is um, a, an actor by the name of Ross McCord. He's in oh, the shit. Wa- Walking yeah. Dead. He does a lot of impressions. Okay. That's him. And, and well, apparently. It was a good impress- impersonation. Yeah, and that's what he was doing. He was doing an impersonation of Hugo Weaving's version of Red Skull. Nailed it. I mean, it took me, uh, I think maybe the, not till the third time that I really noticed that that wasn't uh, Hugo Weaving. So very cool that we get to see Red <laughs> Skull. Uh, yeah, apparently Soulstone costs one Gamora. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, after the, after which the Time Stone, um, aka the Ayabagamoto, aka some sort of Green Lantern, aka the Wizard's Necklace that the aliens tried to steal, is on Strange, who is on Titan, mm-hmm. uh, drawing up some desperation play with with some Avengers. Yep, some Avengers, some Guardians, a little bit of both. Yeah, a little bit of both, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't go. It goes well until it doesn't. Uh, your boy uh, P- PQs, uh, he gets real uh, up in arms after after uh, Nebula shows up and kind of like uh, you know inks out the truth out of uh, out of both Thanos there. Okay, so I'm gonna real quick. Uh, I know everyone's throwing shade at, at Quill, and that's fine. It's fair. It's totally warranted. I'm about to go in a different direction here, and you're not gonna like it. You ready? Right, row. Yeah. Mantis. Who is trying to put Thanos to sleep? Don't don't you dare! Does not have to don't vocalize that he's in anguish oh, and no. that he's mourning. She did not need to say that out loud. You if she had this? just if she had just stayed quiet, you gonna do this? They wouldn't have known. <laughs> you you gonna bring out the boy? Dummy and started. <laughs> Look, man, I'm just saying. Quill would have gone all Jersey Shore on Purple Shack's face <laughs> if he didn't know that he was mortal. That's exactly what he does. <laughs> Quill and Gamora are uh, fucking Sam and whatever the fuck the guy's name was. Uh, what, <laughs> yeah, it's been uh, forever since that, that show. Literally uh, never seen more than like 60 seconds of any particular episode. No, don't show. pretend. No, yeah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Fat Tony. No, that's not one of Fat them. Fat Tony. Uh, uh, it's like, it's like, the uh, Situation. Rocky. Rocky. That's, that's a guy. Nah, it's the other one. The one that was like clearly like doing, he had like the needle sticking out of his arm. Mm-hmm. The anabolics. I know, I know what he looks like. I have no idea what his name is. Ronnie, I think. That sounds right. Vinny, Whatever. Vinny, Ronnie, something like that. Vinny, Vinny Testaverde is who it was. What? Um, <laughs> shout out to the 98 Jets. Jesus. <laughs> and the 98 Jets where Vinny Testaverde was still like 48 years old. Yeah, man. So like, jeez. <laughs> jeez. <laughs> okay, so. Anyway, that's the time stone. That's crucial because the mind stone is still in vision. Vision been suffering the entire movie. He's the one content trying to get Shuri to help him out. Um. Alas, to, to no to no ends. Wanda has to like zap it out of him, right as Thanos is doing his best Darth Vader impersonation and coming through and killing everybody in Rogue One. Um, but yeah, 
that she she manages to get it out. She manages to destroy it. But he's got the time stone. Just reverse. Put put your thing down. Flip it and reverse it. He missed. He misdemeanor Elliot's the situation. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's all it takes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. By the way, uh, maybe Gong for uh, uh, I keep on calling it Android Vision. Android seventeen. He goes. He goes all sorts of monochrome. <laughs> and actually, I think he's the only character that dies twice. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I guess so. <laughs> That's unfortunate. For Man, two guns for that. <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, permanent. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So then, so I mean, obviously, Thanos has all the gems, and uh, then what happens? Thor comes crashing down. Hopefully, to save the day with his new uh, storm, storm cleaver, storm, storm cleaver, storm breaker, storm breaker, yeah, uh, circuit breaker with his circuit breaker, uh, fused with the arm of Groot for the shaft, and um, slices Thanos right in the chest, pushes it in, bloody Thanos, chest, yeah, blood, his bloody chest. <laughs> but all it takes is one snap, and there goes everybody. Should have went for the head. Should have went, went for the head. Should have went for the head. You've seen him more times than I have. He definitely says head than yeah, hand. It's head. Okay. I confirmed it. It's head. Uh yeah. And uh yeah, snaps his fingers, and then you know, it's all sorts of Bill and Ted's. <laughs> We're just dust in the wind. <laughs> oh man. Oh geek. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because uh, so Thanos snaps his fingers. He goes in, like I guess what we assume is into the Soul Stone or something, and talks to little Gamora. She's like, "What did it cost? Everything? Did you do it, fucker? Yeah, just do it, asshole. You damn purple check. <laughs> uh, what, what, was, what was the asshole count in this movie? They said like three or four times, didn't they? Yeah. Did yeah. you do it, asshole? Did you really do it? And. Uh, Let's see. Oh, yeah. So then he comes out. Uh, then Avengers just start dropping. Like Yeah. A... Oh, man. Buck. They, yeah. They, brought, they brought you back from death just to kill you again, Bucky. Bucky goes down, shouts to Bucky. Uh, Falcon. Black Panther. Sam? Sam? <laughs> oh, God. I think the child has hit me, like... There were audible gasps in the row behind me when yeah. I first saw it. Yeah. But, I mean, just the come on, General, this is no place to die. And then he starts fading out. Yeah. And then I just caught that Okoye goes, oh, God, like off screen after it cuts away from her immediate reaction. Yeah. Ah, that was hard well, to Well, that's when Rocket, when Rocket's watching Groot fade away, yeah. you can hear her in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Scarlet Witch. Yeah, she kind of wanted to go. <laughs> oh yeah, I thought she definitely it was didn't. Too much. She minded too much at that point. Uh, who else? Who was we forgetting? Uh, Guardians. Uh, we got. It, yeah, it cuts the Titan. Drax. Uh, Drax. Mantis. Drax. Quill. One real quick thing about Quill. Right before he fades off completely, his eyes turn red. Hmm. Like celestial. A little bit of the celestial, yeah. yeah. The celestial juice. I don't know. Strange. Yeah, I don't know. Doctor Steam is oh, yeah, strange. Strange goes, goes out. That. Strange goes out. It was the only way. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll talk about that in a minute too. Actually, uh, and then your boy, <laughs> Jesus. So I've been thinking it's about. 
I've been thinking about how I wanted to talk about this. Oh, I no. think the first thing, and we'll definitely get him on, he'll be in one of the uh, mini segments that we have. Tom Holland? Later. No, no, no. Well, oh, Jesus. I about to say, dude. Uh, incredible pull. I mean, we had him on before, if you recall. Mwibs, mwibs, thwip, thwip. You know, there he is. He's, you know, so maybe. I don't know. He's kind of a big deal now. Uh, <laughs> he forgot his roots? Uh, much like, uh, much not unlike Groot. Oh, he forgot his Groot? Oh, Uh, no. There you go. There you go. Because Groot faded away. (laughs) See? It works. It makes sense. Uh. Uh, No, okay. So, uh, definitely we're going to ask Ig about this, but I will give you a little behind the scenes right now. I I, I think I know his take, though. (laughs) Well, so apparently when they were all watching this movie and the Peter Parker scene happens, Mm Mm-hmm. He started laughing like a fucking psychopath, like a sociopath. Because he knew, he knew that when I was going to be watching that movie later that night, he knew what was in store for me. And he sent me a text, and all he put was Avengers Infinity War, wow, and then just a ton of LOLs, like (laughs) 29 LOLs. And, uh, yeah, uh, I am not embarrassed to say I have cried every single time <laughs> that I've seen this movie in that scene. Too much say. Yeah, it's, uh, godly, it's, it's, uh, it's even hard to just talk about now, just recounting. Yeah, in all the, like, the rough, I mean, once we knew what was happening, it was like, oh, shit, here we go. Like we knew the body count, there was we knew that there was going to be a body count for this movie. Uh, I just didn't expect it in that form. Yeah. It, it was like vi- viscerally hard to take. The every audience I've seen it with has been completely stunned, silent for it at the end of it, at the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and the thing with uh, and this is great. It just came out, I think, today actually. But it turns out that Tom Holland completely improvised that scene. And and wow. I think I think maybe that's what makes it so powerful because it's raw. It's very raw. It's not scripted. It's not something I you know I don't even think they probably did that many takes of it. And and you just I wonder you know he's British right? I wonder if he's seen Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. You know spoilers for Doctor Who I guess, but like you know David Tennant. I don't want to go. Yeah, it's it's. I wonder if he was inspired by that. He probably was. Um, yeah. Also, uh, geez. And this, I didn't realize this until a few days after I saw the movie, or at least saw it the first time. I guess I should phrase that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the last thing Peter says at all, and he says it to oh, Tony, right. but the last, his last lines of dialogue are just him looking at Tony while he's on the ground, and he just says, "I'm sorry," and that is the most Peter Parker thing possible and if tom Holland, <laughs> other than screaming while trying to hold a subway train uh down uh if tom holland improvised that line then he really understands this character on a level that no other actor that's played peter parker has before right yeah when you um when you mentioned that to me like that's the most peter parker thing to say i was like well i mean that just all credit to the Russos because that's really well handled for the for this one character that you've waited the entire span of the MCU to get over into MCU. 
Um, they really handled them completely well, but now that it's improvised, that's that's incredible. Yeah, and I yeah, and I'm biased. You know, I love Spider Man. I really think Tom Holland is a great. Job. But but to me, that is the most powerful scene in the movie. In a movie littered with amazing scenes and sequences yeah. and dialogue in a, bits. In a movie where Rocket has to make Thor man up. Jeez, that scene. That scene is like a 1B for me. Like 1A one, yeah. one or whatever. Like that, I love that scene too. Uh, uh, so yeah, so he, he improvised those lines, which is nuts. Like, wow. Uh, I clearly hope they, they bring him back. How else do you want to talk about this film? There's a, a bunch of different ways. Uh, we can talk highlights. We mm-hmm. can talk anything we might have not liked about the film. I, I guess let's start there because this yeah. movie is getting almost universally praised. It made, uh, it's got the all-time domestic record for an opening weekend, uh-huh. uh, besting the uh, Force Awakens. Which is it's all Disney money, man. Like that mouse is you know, mouse is going <laughs> nuts right now. <laughs> but what if any problem did you have with this film? As mm. is, as it stands alone by itself, not sort of anticipating Avengers four or right. anything else, just on the merits of this film. Yeah, um, you know, there's not too much. Uh, there's a little bit here and there. Like um, we kind of did the rundown with uh, on the focus on Thanos. I kind of wish they leaned into they they leaned into that a little bit, um, because uh, he has like one of the best character arcs in this movie. Uh, Marvel's been going great with the going gangbusters with like, all these like antagonists having like their own character arcs, mm-hmm. uh, you know, fl- completely fleshed, fleshed out. Uh, it's great to see him actually like really conflicted when he's about to get the Soul Stone. It was like I really have to lose the maybe one person in the universe I care for. Um, it's it's great to see that acting from a from a mocap Brolin. Um, I I wish there's a little bit more of that. Maybe I I kind of wish there was a. I want to see the destruction of Xandar actually, right. because not for nothing that was a big. I mean, the Guardians of the Galaxy revolved around that. Yeah, no, um, that's the Nova Corps. Like that's another yeah. big group within the the Marvel's universe. Uh, there was it, talks of like that uh, that being the Star Wars for Marvel, like establishing a bunch of different stories you can tell. Right. It's it's interesting um, that you talk about kind of wanting to delve more into Thanos's uh, arc and just his backstory because it came out like about a week before the movie came out that the original cut of the film, which is much longer, uh, almost everything that was cut did have to do with Thanos's backstory. Oh, nice! And and so originally they they had wanted, I, from what I understand, they wanted to do a lot of flashbacks as the movie was going on. Right to kind of like maybe him conquering other planets or you know probably getting the uh, the power that montage stuff. scene yeah that montage scene of like getting the black order the <laughs> do, 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 do. with the uh, with third eye blind again yeah yeah Man, yeah, yeah you are really trying to champion them for like a San Antonio Summerfest thing I mean I guess sponsored by Bud Light um, oh yeah a thousand percent sponsored by Bud Light and probably Taco, <laughs> Taco Cabana but. Um, <laughs> But yeah, yeah. So I'm really curious. I mean, th- that that's a that's a slight gripe. I think that the way that he's handled the movie is actually really good. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. It's it's so good that you just want more of it. Like yeah. that. It's that kind of complaint. I get it. I'm I'm curious to see what the deleted scenes are going to be like. Um, mm. Should be pretty good. My one gripe for the movie 
is, and I get it. I get why they had to do it, and at least they They tried, took your boy. They tried to adjust it. No, I mean, that is, I'm so, like, in shock about that. I can't, I, you know, like, I don't even know what to say, honestly. It just, it hurts. Boo, not so cool. Much. It is boo, not cool. Soundy's got your back, man. Thank you, Soundy. Um, I know they had to do this, and they, they at least tried to, uh, you know, to address it. But Ant-Man or Hawkeye and Hawkeye are nowhere to be seen. Oh, right. And and they get one... It's a, it's a quick throw, throwaway, throwaway line, line yeah. where they're under house arrest, apparently. It was too hard on their families. They took a deal. Took a deal. All right. That's all fine. I, I'm... That's great. It's the end of the universe. It's like it's the end of the universe scenario. I feel like house arrest is not a, you know, not, not like Hawkeye was going to turn the tide at any point, but like. <laughs> Maybe you could dislodge one of those gems, man. You don't know. Yeah. He's yeah. got like a, 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 a crowbar arrow that he shoots. <laughs> it's just a crowbar. Yeah. With like on a string, like just with. Yeah, yeah, very aerodynamic. <laughs> uh, oh, one other quick thing I meant to mention with uh, when when uh, Peter dies is that apparently Tom Holland was not allowed to read the full script because he revealed too many of the secrets in Spider-Man: Homecoming in various interviews. So he's got like, some loose lips. Yeah, there was like a, I've seen clips of like a, what's his name Benedict Cumberbatch and yeah. Tom Holland doing like press junkets together, yeah. And, yeah. and Benedict's like, oh, shut the hell up, shut the, I'll, I'll answer that. Let me answer. <laughs> yeah, Tommy just gets he gets Tommy gets so excited, man. You know, it's like real it's real genuine. He gets excited, he just uh just runs with it. You guys are losers. <laughs> uh yeah, good luck, morons. I don't know. Um <laughs> So yeah, that that's my one gripe, like like uh in terms of the story. Now there are two other things that have come up from other people that have seen the film. I've seen some I guess scuttlebutt on the internet. I think they're mm -hmm. pretty good questions. I'm going to pose these two to you yeah. and tell me if you care at all or if you think they should have addressed these a little better in the movie. Mm -hmm. uh, the first is, why doesn't Thanos just, like, reality stone everybody that he comes up against? Like, he turns Drax into cubes and Mantis into spaghetti. Yeah. So why doesn't he just do that all the time? Like, why is he even fighting anyone huh. at any Why does he punch Captain America? Does he even need to do that? Well, he does. He punches him, but with like the power, like the purple aura of the power stone going out. Because um, I have, a, I have a theory. I have an answer to yeah. to why. But I'm I, 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 have a, I have a BS answer. I mean, I'm I'm sure it must take a toll, right? Uh, the, the I'm going back to like D and D type of rules. Right. <laughs> it's a magic item, so it must have only so many charges per day, <laughs> and depending on what you want to do with it, it expends more and more charges. So I like I don't that. Know, man. There's a lot of reasoning I, behind your answer. I appreciate yeah. that. Mine's way more simpler or simple. Uh, I think he just likes to fight. I think. Uh, we oh see, shit! Yeah, we the, see him. The scene on Titan. Yeah, we see. Well, we see him fight Hulk. Like we, you know, at oh, the beginning, yeah. and he goes MMA on Hulk <laughs> like it's nobody's business. He punches him in the neck. He knees him in the head. It's that scene is hard so to watch. He's 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 just giving him these hands. He, does he end it with like a fucking F five? Yeah, he does. A, he does a Brock Lesnar on him. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Uh, I think he just likes to fight. That's true. And the Ma says, "Let him have his fun." Right. He's not um, concerned at all. 
<laughs> on, on a Titan when like uh, Tony's like the last one. Like the next time you throw a moon at me, I'm gonna be pissed. Um, after that, like it's Tony and Thanos one on one, and Thanos is like, "Come on!" He's not even shielded himself. Like yeah. and Tony throws all the rockets he can at him. Yeah, he not the rocket, not the, the rocket, not rocket raccoons, but just the rocket. It, there, I saw a few marsupials in there. You don't know that. Okay, I mean, could be. <laughs> yeah, and, and and Tony gets him some good licks there, and all it does is get like one small drop of blood. All oh, that for a drop of blood. Yeah, and, you know Thanos is kind of interesting because now, granted, Thor's axe is his battle axe is is a sort of a magical item into itself. Circuit breaker. Yeah, circuit breaker, right? What do you? But like we see a scene. I guess it's 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 Thanos's reality stone though where Gamora stabs him in the neck and he starts bleeding yeah. and like kind of bleeds out yeah but you wonder if like under normal like real circumstances if a blade would even cut him like a normal blade probably would not cut him he's got some thick skin anyway so yeah uh, okay uh let's see what was the other gripe that the internet had oh yeah the other gripe oh why doesn't okay so we see this earlier in the film, when uh, when uh, some of Thanos' children have come down and they're in New York and they're trying to get, what, I guess, the Time Stone from Strange. Um, uh, the guy's name is really weird. I should know his name. It's the big, it's the Hulk guy that's the villain. His name is like Cullen something, I think. Anyway. I like he has a normal name? Well, like, yeah, I mean, sort of. I mean, like Peter, Peter Baelish. Yeah, no, it's definitely Sansa. not that. <laughs> I loved your mother, and I love you. Oh wow! You know, I thought you know, going back to Red Skull real quick. I thought, uh-huh. uh, I thought that um, that Red Skull before it was revealed that he was Red Skull, uh, that 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 was going to be that actor that plays Peter oh. uh, Baelish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Cole Obsidian. Cole Obsidian, Obsidian, that's his name. The big huh. Hulk dude. His name is Cole Obsidian. Anyway, uh, he gets his hand cut off by Wong. Your boy Wong. Does, my dad. He does the little. Shouts out to Wong. He uh, does the. Uh, repping, all, repping all introverts. He, he weighed the situation after that. And he's like, hey, y'all's fucked. I'm going to be at home. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm going I'm to get, get, get that tuna melt. Yeah. Yeah, he was ready. To, he literally bounced. He was ready. He's <laughs> like, nah, that's that's cool. My my dude, my dude's gone. Nah, I'm that's fine. <laughs> I, I, I we, we, the ADT um, the subscription subscription lapsed. Uh, we still got the sign outside, but place is unprotected. I got a, I'm, I'm housed in, bro. Yeah, it's like they got a cat, man. They, it's got to be fed. <laughs> um, so we see we see him cut off Cole's uh, hand. So the the sort of you know the murmurs on the internet are why didn't Doctor Strange do that why didn't when they were on Titan with Thanos mm-hmm. why didn't they just try to do that teleportation uh, ring thing and 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 cut off the his arm essentially or his hand with the gauntlet on it uh, you know I gave some thought to that I would say that my answer is that either he realized that that just won't work on Thanos because Thanos already has the glove and his skin was already pretty powerful anyway. Mm-hmm. That, so like that wouldn't work. And, or he looked into the future and if he tries that, that's one of the scenarios where they definitely don't win. 
Yeah, that's that was gonna be my answer. I was like, dude has cheat codes. Uh, <laughs> you think that wasn't one of the things he tried in the future? Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, that's kind of. That's. A, I mean, the actual answer is like story wise, it's not. It's too convenient. Um, there has to be some. You know, you can't break your own uh, your own story like that too much. Yeah. There has to be some sort of conflict. There has to be some sort of like push and pull. Um, I think it was handled great. I mean, I, I, yeah, those I are kind of throwaways. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, and you guys, uh, guys and gals out there, y'all, y'all know this. These are comic books. They're comic book stories. They're, they're <laughs> we're not watching Dunkirk for eight, eighteen times in a row. Uh, don't, you know, don't take it too seriously. Just try to have some fun uh, with it. So, what what is your favorite? What is oh man? I don't know. I, I want to ask two questions. I, I, yeah, yeah. What do you think is the most indelible mark that this film is going to leave? And then, what is your favorite thing about this movie? Most indelible mark. Um, there's been this trend on uh, from I guess just narrative in general where like any character can go. Like you see that on The Walking Dead. Uh, Attack on Titan was kind of big for that. Like you don't know all, all these principal characters are Game you know, of Thrones. Game of Thrones for sure. Uh, at a at a writer's at a writer's whimsy, they can be gone. Um, that has not been the 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 part, a part of the Marvel universe. Um, it's kind of exciting to see. It's like we we know there's gonna be resolution. It basically ends at the climax. So there has to be, yeah. But what if it's not? What if they just leave it like that? What what if it's permanent? Yeah, let's go into that actually. So every. Most everyone that's seen the film, one is apparently still grieving and rightfully so. <laughs> but a lot of people, when they when they do get their their druthers or whatever, they they realize, okay, wait, there's no way Marvel's gonna keep all of these people dead. Like Black Panther was their most financially successful film, period, to this point. Mm-hmm. And actually, it, even even with <clears throat> Infinity War, probably gonna make it like two billion dollars. Black Panther might still end up being the most financially successful <laughs> based on, right. on production costs and marketing costs. So, like, there's no way they're going to kill off that character. Like, Spider-Man is a, is a huge cash cow. Like, how are you going to kill him? Here's the thing. I give, I've been giving this a lot of thought. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying this is what they're going to do. And we're going to talk about where we think this maybe goes, this story. I'm not saying that this is going to happen. I don't think it is actually. And I don't, at the end of the day, I don't think Disney and Marvel have the cojones to, uh, (laughs) to do this, but there are narrative ways for very, for some of these characters to stay dead well after Avengers four and, and continue to be dead for a while. Oh yeah. A couple of examples here. Guardians of the galaxy. You know, everyone's like, well, James Gunn's going to direct a third Guardians of the Galaxy. It's like a pretty much a done deal. We don't have like a release date. We've got another set of Guardians. Yeah. We've got, we've got the Sylvester Stallone-led Guardians. You get yep. Rocket, who's the one remaining Guardian that we have. The legacy character. The legacy character. To join them, uh, I would watch that film. Shit, with the promise of Adam Warlock? Yeah. Like... That's, you could do that. You could even do another movie after that. You could do so. You could do two more movies, and and Star Lord and and all are just out. <laughs> you wow. could you could do yeah. it. 
I don't, I, you know, I don't think they're going to do it. Okay, Spider-Man, granted, I love Tom Holland. He's perfect. They should absolutely bring him back. You know, what if he was the clone all along? <laughs> oh, God, you, you always want to bring the clone <laughs> saga in, man. You know, it's real, it's real rough, man. It's real, <laughs> it's all sorts of golden retriever, you know. Um, golden retriever? You're rough. It's rough. Ah, yeah. okay. All right. I was like, Marley, me? What are you talking about? Marley. Oh, yellow? Oh, no. We're t- they, they, are, they, are they fading off? I mean, half when, of all life in the universe, right? Is when, that that's uh, plants and animals too? Are we going bacteria level? I don't know. I think I think it's just dudes, honestly. I think it was just like people. Just dudes. <laughs> I mean, like not just dudes, but like like people <laughs> and microorganisms. Like, not a lot of trees, because you know you don't see the trees disappearing at the end. Yeah, of the that's film, true. Right? You yeah. know, the, you know they're fine. Um, uh, man, I lost my train. Oh, Spider Man. You, you see no trees going except Groot. Uh uh uh. I am Groot. Much said. Oh no. <laughs> Shouts to Vin Diesel though he did a great job. Uh no Spider Man Spider Man. Uh if they wanted to, they could go Miles Morales Spider Man. They've already sort of teased and hinted at Miles existing in Spider Man Homecoming. We meet his uncle. Yeah. Right. And and uh, Donald Glover. The Bino. So you could do Miles Morales Spider Man, and you could do one to three films of him, and then bring back Peter, you know, if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um. So that would be, that would be something. I mean, I don't think they're going to do that though. I really don't. Right. Um, but that, I guess, that brings us to to this question. Hmm. Um. Where do you think this story goes? Hmm. I mean, you got to figure they've at least looked at the adoption, right? The like blowing it all up because how financially viable are these movies? I mean, you're spending like millions on marketing, uh, millions on the cast. Uh, God, the seat, the, the wall of CGI artists <laughs> at the end of each credit. Oh, I know, man. That's that credit sequence is no joke. There it, was it, like a it million people. It brightens up the theater. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you get profit back, but how much of it is like, you know, uh, there has to be better yield, right? Do you get more out of a subscription service? Do you, do you go just make TV shows with unknowns? I, I I definitely don't know, but I do think it's not the end of the MCU for sure. I'm pretty sure it might be the end of, like, Avenger movies. Like, number four might be the last one. After that, there might be, like, you know, Ant-Man and Wasp team up, uh, maybe Spider-Man and somebody else team up. Uh, maybe you have a bunch of cameos like Tony did already. Right, like company. smaller scale stuff. Yeah, yeah. Until you gain enough clout to make the new Avengers, right? With some, uh, with some of the different people. So, I, I think it's the end of like the Avengers for a stretch. Okay, it's interesting you, you say that because I was thinking about it. When you look at who's left, okay, we've got um, Black Widow, War Machine, mm-hmm. Cap. Iron Man, Thor, Rocket, Nebula. Hulk? Hulk and Hulk. That's it. That I mean, in theory, it's the way I've looked at it is if we don't see them die, then they're alive. So Wong's alive, Hawkeye's alive, ant Man. Oh, my boy, alive. my boy Wong's living, Wong Strong, hashtag. Yeah, hashtag Wong Strong. Pepper's alive. Like anybody that we don't yeah. spec- like explicitly see. Colson. Uh, go. That, where is Cole? Like, 
That's weird, man. Agents of oh, Shield, did you see they? the? Did you see last week's? I have not. I have not. There's seen. a. I'm not spoiling much, but there's a throwaway line of one of the characters to uh, to another. Like, have you seen the news coming out of New York? And then uh, the other character goes, "Ah, oh, I, I don't. I can't keep up. It's too crazy." Oh wow. Yeah. Do you think that's a tie-in to Infinity War? I mean, or could it be it happened, else? It, it was the next day, right after Infinity War. Um, it might just mean in general. I'm not too sure exactly when, Ooh, with the Marvel okay. kind of chopped up timeline. It might be like, um, shit, I don't even know if it's taking place during... No, it has to be after Ultron, right? Because they, they made that a uh, Hell Carrier yeah. uh, for Sokovia. So, and that was season two of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is. I, I have no idea oh, when wow, this I can't is wait taking to place. That. All right. Yeah. So maybe, maybe. Uh, okay, because, but my, the, the part that I was... The point that I was making was that... You know, these characters are alive, uh, but all the original Avengers are still there. Yeah. The OG Avengers. And so what I think is going to happen in some way, shape, or form, especially the big three, Cap, Iron Man, and Thor, are going to sacrifice themselves Mm. to, to bring back the Guardians and the other event, the other newer Avengers. I thought we don't trade lives, Cap. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, I mean that's, but I think, I think that's part of it. I think, yeah. I think that's why that line is in the movie. It, it, yeah, it's and they the say it of, like three different times. So it's, it's focused in on, yeah. So I think we do trade lives. Is what's gonna, is what's <laughs> gonna end up happening in Avengers Four. Um, other uh, other hot take. I will say that Gamora comes back. Even though uh, she died pre snap finger snap, I think yeah. she's in the Soul Stone. Okay. I think when she's sacrificed to the Soul Stone, she becomes an essence oh. part of the Soul Stone. Or, or you think it's like a, it's like the Kingsman type of thing. You raise a dog, and then at the end, you have to kill it, but it's a blank anyway. Sort of, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Or, or, or not even, not even. I mean, a little bit that, but more like even unknowns to her, she became part of the Soul Stone. Right. Yeah, that would explain that scene then. Yeah, because the, the 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 little one did have like a you, you fucking do it, asshole. <laughs> right. She had she had that demeanor to her. Yeah. And she like yeah, what it costs? What it costs, asshole? <laughs> they say asshole a lot. What what it costs, ass bitch? Uh, <laughs> uh, what other what what else can we say without getting off that PG thirteen? Um, uh, bitch face. Uh, Dickweed. Taser face. Uh, Bunghole. Taser face. <laughs> uh, ball sack chin, I think is what Quill calls him at one point. He calls him the Grimace. Grimace. He should have known. Nobody can kill the Grimace. Nothing can kill the Grimace. He definitely should have known that. Um, all right. Another uh, little tidbit. Spider-Man, when he is uh, disposing of Thema and uh, in the ship... Hell's gong for the mall. Uh, uh, that was late. That was new for Spider Man. Oh, for Spidey. Okay. He, yeah. <laughs> but bells for the mall. <laughs> you seen that really old movie, Aliens? Yeah. Uh, he his little uh, arachnid arms come out, and he goes, "What are those? Like, is that the new thing? Is, are they going to do that in all the films now? <laughs> Just meme it up. I mean, that's pretty hilarious. It's gonna it's gonna be really out of fashion by like the time Avengers 4 comes out but you know uh, what do you think what do you think the the title of Avengers 4 is going to be there's been so much already like speculation yeah um 
Wow, that's not that's one thing I did not prepare for. You want to call your you want to call your shot? Here, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you mine yeah, first. Go ahead. Actually, I, now that I think about it, I'm, I'm probably not going to stick with this. But my original thought was they're going to call it Avengers Disassembled. Uh. <laughs> Avengers Disassembled is is a very very important storyline in the Avengers comic book, and it's essentially where everything goes wrong and and, all, and a lot of their characters die, and the ones that survive are forever changed but actually that title would have fit this more I yeah think. um the only thing i could think of is maybe like um avengers multiverse or something like i'm, I'm just trying or to like think of Secret ways war yeah yeah some some sort of way that they can like um like uh, uh repair this whole situation yeah uh is strange actually gone did he I mean, did he kind of do some sort of Bill and Ted thing? Like, you gotta remember to get the keys. <laughs> yes. um, did he? Uh, <laughs> is, does the multiverse come into play? That's a somewhere? great. That's a great point, though, because he he tells Tony before he he bamfs out of there. Yeah. He goes. It had to be this way, and you know he did say earlier that there was only one scenario in which they technically won. Out of fourteen million six hundred five. Yeah. So I'm wondering if this is that scenario like even though it looks like they're not going to win right now that ultimately this sacrifice is what allows them to win later oh okay okay I, so i think i got the title then okay um avengers trust the process <laughs> even when you're down oh oh one and and you're I in mean, the second you, round of the you, nba playoffs your boy Joel Embiid is over there watching some anime before the game, man. I think that's how you do it. You trust the process. Yeah, I mean they lost though, so. I mean that, that's a good process though. I mean look where it got. <laughs> right, that's true, and also maybe they had to lose in order to win. Yeah. To ultimately yeah. win the series, right? We're gonna <laughs> make more uh, Avengers analogy. Yeah. Oh snap! That. To, <laughs> not Wait, snap! Thanos, that... snap! Are you? Oh trying, no! Are you trying to get rid of me? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, oh! Snap is an old, washed-out '90s reference. Uh, <laughs> that's my, that's kind of how they started, like the full sheet that I had written up. That was like, uh, this movie starts on like the first, the two minutes fourteen left in the first quarter of Game Seven, and Thanos is ahead by fifty. <laughs> um, yeah, it's yeah. a good. <laughs> that's help. how it felt like. Definitely, uh, this movie really hits the ground running. Oh, also, I think another popular theory out there is that it's going to be called Avengers Endgame because. Uh, we're Straight. in the end game. We're now. in the end game now. Like it's a pretty pointed line. So yeah, maybe. I feel like they're going to come up with something a little more clever than that by the uh, by the time it comes out. Uh, what else, man? So uh, what we're going to do, by the way, for everyone that's listening, is uh, we're going to wrap this up pretty soon. But what we've done is we've lined up a series of guests to come in, and we've we've done short segments with all of them. Uh, and you'll be you'll hear that kind of on the second half of this episode, and it's we're going to be asking them questions about the movie, their thoughts, insight, trivia that they might know, things and things like uh, of that nature. So uh, really cool, like a kind of like an all stars uh, previous guests on our show. You know, if, if sort of in the same vein of of Marvel's Infinity War, right? Yep. The most ambitious crossover <laughs> in history. Um, that'll be us. Maybe like the the you know like the seventh most ambitious crossover. Uh, we're not trying that. Can't hard. stop, won't stop. <laughs> what do you th- do? You think 
there's a rumor that the Russo brothers are going to do Avengers 4, and then after that, they're walking away. Into the sunset? Yeah, in terms of directing any Marvel films. Um, That's kind of like what we've seen so far. Like, um, working for the mouse takes a toll. <laughs> it kind of burned Joss out of the whole process altogether. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't blame them. They, they, they've had, like, they've had heavy hitters. They've had, um, Cap, uh, Winter Soldier. Yep. Uh, Civil War. Yeah. Uh, Infinity War. Yeah. It, uh, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be mad at them. They, they do great work, but I could definitely see, like, uh, uh, they're, they're good money. They, they can, they can rest on some laurels for a while. I'd love to see them in a consulting role moving forward. Yeah. Or, like, in yeah. a, uh, in a, in a very high ranking creative role. Right next uh, to Fikes? Yeah, right. Well, not right next. Maybe like one step down. Like, kind of John Favreau was there for a bit. Yeah. 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 I'd like to see them in that kind of uh, situation. Did you have a favorite scene in this movie? Like, one specific scene? Um, hmm. Uh, I think for me, the greatest moment of like levity, uh, it came right after. Uh, like Wong's invited my wedding. That one's up there. Uh, <laughs> of course, of course, a Wong name drop is gonna get. But, but uh, after that whole sequence in New York, it's just space, and <laughs> you fucking see the Milano coming through, yeah. and yeah, that's great. It's like ah, okay, I can breathe for a second. Okay. <laughs> the story slows down for just a little bit till it picks right the fuck back up, man. Yeah, man. All the guard. So all the Guardian stuff. All of that was written by James Gunn. Nice. Which which is. Like once you know that fact, if you go back and watch it, it makes yeah. perfect sense. It's got entirely his <laughs> sense of humor. Drax fucking thinking he's invisible. Yeah, he's like, I'm moving so incredibly slow. Slow. You're his argument. Hi, Drax. Hi, Drax. Uh, oh Mantis. shit, Mantis. Uh, uh, we're here. What, what do you guys do anyway? We kick names and take asses. We take asses. That's that's up there. I think that's like tied for second. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, all the Guardian stuff is great. The pirate angel. The, <laughs> no, you're a, you're a dude. This is a man. He's a god man. He's, <laughs> he's trying to he's trying to sound like the god man. <laughs> no, sir. You will not be taking <laughs> our pod. <laughs> he did it again. There, he did it. <laughs> yeah, right. There he did. It's like, are you mocking me? Are you mocking me? <laughs> wow. <laughs> fucking high, fucking middle school. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. It's 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 so great. Uh, two, okay. Uh, two, I'm gonna talk about two last things, and I think we're gonna wrap up. Yeah. 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 The as fun as all the Guardian stuff was, the pairing of Rocket and Thor was amazing. Yeah, uh, that was nice. Really, really well developed scenes that they had together, especially the one where Rocket has to quote unquote be a captain. Mm-hmm. And he gives, uh, you know, he starts talking to Thor, trying to get into his mindset. And uh, Chris Hemsworth, outside of uh, Holland's improv at the Laugh Out Loud factory uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> session that he does, Hemsworth's scene where he talks kind of about his loss and how he's, you know, it's great fuel for vengeance, and mm-hmm. or vengeance is great fuel for for motivation. Man, that scene is amazing. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth just knocks it out of the park. Yeah, yeah, but what if you're wrong? Well, what does he say after that? He says like, "Well, what more do I have to lose? What more do I have to lose?" Oh, and then, 
by the way, button on that a lot. Me, oh no, me personally. Me personally. A lot. Uh, yeah, he loses everybody. Oh, no. Rocket loses everybody at the end of the movie, so that's a little bit of foreshadowing. Oh no, he's the he's the he's the gif of the raccoon trying to wash the cotton candy. Yeah, in the water. cotton candy in the water, and he's like, "Where'd it go? Where'd it, where'd they go?" That's the they literally dusted like the uh, cotton candy. Oof. Too much <laughs> um, Dear sister. And then the other thing was, of course, everyone loves the Rocket Bucky stuff. And they literally stole a meme after. I think, was it after uh, Winter Soldier or after um, Civil War? There was the memes about Rocket wanting that arm. Oh, I'm going to get that arm. I'm going to get that arm. That was a meme. That was a meme yeah. for a long time. <laughs> they put it in the movie. That literally. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Internet, if you don't think you don't have a say in things, you don't. But, <laughs> I mean, you could sort of inspire, I guess. <laughs> uh, what else? <laughs> Shout out. Shots at the Internet. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Fury and uh, Maria Hill. Biden oh, no. Uh, on the bumper. Did, did, that, did that cap my victory in the Deadpool? You did, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. Congratulations to Chris. You nailed all three of your picks. I got zero. Everyone else, I think, got one. You got all three. So you are this year's winner, 2018's Marvel's Avengers Infinity War. I've never been more upset to win. Yeah. No kidding. Not like this. Not like this. (laughs) All right. Well, that's going to cap us. Uh, By the way, I wish there was more cap in the movie. That's just like, (laughs) I like cap. Get this man a shield. Uh, My brother, uh, one of the (laughs) amazing takes that he had after the movie Uh is that uh, (laughs) when when Scarlet Scarlet Witch and uh, uh, Vision are fucking just getting trounced in Scotland. Yeah. He was like, it's great. And then Blackwatch shows up. (laughs) (laughs) Because the Avengers is Overwatch. Right. And then you got the guys who go rogue. They're Blackwatch. That's yeah. you know, like fucking Reaper and McCree and Genji. And that's exactly what happened. It was, it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, man. We <laughs> Were you at Blizzard? Make the damn Marvel game already. Like Victory. We've talked about that before. All right. So we're going to, again, uh, That that's going to conclude our segment on Avengers Infinity War. Of course, Thank you, our listeners. We want to hear from you guys and gals. Like, what do you, what do you think? Uh, you know, what do you, where do you think the movie goes? What do you think the title of Avengers Four is going to be? Um, actually, you know what? Before before we close up shop, yeah, uh, this wasn't in our show notes or anything. Ooh. How do you feel about? Because there's a rumor that they're they're they were considering doing an all female Marvel oh shit superhero film and A Force we like an A Force right we got a little tease of it with Scarlet Witch and Black Widow she's and not alone okay yeah and I, I I really liked that sequence I thought it was really well done um, a lot of punchy kicky you know which <laughs> I don't think they're gonna have to. Do the are, are you speaking of any film? But. Are you are you speaking Wakanda again? Yeah, yeah. Well, I've already forgot the, what that word was. Was Yibabe? Yibabe? Yibabe. Yibabe. Right. Yibabe. Uh Which means hold, hold steady. Don't say we didn't teach you anything. I, what do you think? Do you think? Do you think that's more likely? 
with this film? Uh, did, did you see anything in this film that makes you think mm-hmm. that that that's something that they're going to do or that they that would be successful? I mean, it would definitely be successful. I would say uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm all in on that just because if we're going to get a, something that close to A-Force, that means we get my girl Nico in yeah, there. Yeah, So maybe, uh, maybe introduce a She-Hulk of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. We already got Captain Marvel confirmed. Captain Marvel, yep. So, yeah, let's go. I'm sorry, I wouldn't mind, like, uh, I, I mean, not that they, they absolutely have to be in the film, uh, but if you could somehow throw M'Baku in there, just because Winston... <laughs> Winston, uh, Winston Duke is just a great actor, really. Uh, shouts to, uh, to M'Baku. Yeah, he's great. Oh, boy. Okay, yeah, so... Uh, it's the, a lot, man. It's yeah, a lot. It's a lot. We're going to have, uh, on the back half of this podcast, segments that'll, that'll come in and out of the various guests that we have. Hope you all enjoy that. Hit us up on Twitter at CB Characters on the Gmail, uh, cbcharacters at gmail.com. Of course, on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash kneelbeforepod. We're on iTunes and SoundCloud and Stitcher and pretty much every other uh, podcast app that's out there. Leave us a review and, and, and give us, uh, you know, some star ratings. Five stars would be nice. Um, you know, it's just like having all of the gems. You, you really want all the options. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm so tired and sad. Uh, I hope they remember you. All I can say is I'm sorry. Oh God. <laughs> All right, and as part of our Infinity War coverage, uh, since it's such a massive film, you know, Marvel's saying it's the greatest crossover in history. We wanted to take of a all time, of all time, of all time, all timer. We wanted to bring in uh, some of our previous guests to get their thoughts and opinions on Marvel Infinity War. You mean you mean we're we're assembling the guest stars? Yeah, we're yeah yeah guest stars assemble, uh, Guardian up. Oh, what oh it, there's one right there. There's, <laughs> we've got Richard Evans uh, from Rivers Want, of course, the band uh, that has so lovingly provided us with our intro and outro music to the podcast. And Richard, how are you doing? Doing all right. Here to play my bit part. <laughs> hey, man, there are no <laughs> bit parts. There's just Captain America. I, I don't know. You know, I just think he could have had a bigger, uh, you know, bigger role, but we'll see. Uh, exactly. All right, man. So I guess so. Chris and I each have a question for you, and just answer, just answer however you want. Just whatever comes okay. to mind. My question for you is: take any one character from Marvel <clears throat> Avengers: Infinity War. I guess that's well, they can be alive or dead, and we're we're not uh, we can do spoilers here too, so don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. But any one character, what do you see next for them, either in Avengers four or just moving forward? So if it's somebody that's dead, maybe you think they come back to life. I mean, you can you can you know debate on that if you want. Wait, so just pick a random character. Anyone that you want. Think what's yeah. going to happen? Yeah. What do you think? Like anyone that you're particularly uh, particularly invested oh, what I'm, in. 
what I'm interested in? Yeah, like, you know, like, let's say you uh, really like Rocket, and so... Uh, I'm going to go with Thanos. Okay. Ooh. Because it, he's been working, you know, however many movies, like 10 years now. Yeah. yeah. Or, or however, whenever that Avengers movie first came out. Uh, at this one goal, and now he's got it. Well, now what? Right. What do you What do you do with that? Now he's just going to sit on his ass. He pretty much just, that was it. He snapped his fingers. It's done. <laughs> he literally was sitting on his ass at the end of the film. Like yeah. He, he was just working for the weekend, man. <laughs> he was just trying to get <laughs> yeah, that well, couple the, uh, days off. The, uh, well, that's what it almost seemed like towards the end, like when he got there and he finally like sat down and wasn't getting pummeled by people over and over again. He just kind of sat down and there was like this breath of relief. Like, mm. I did it. You know, like... No, uh, okay. Like he finally had a chance to breathe because that was like his obsession. Right. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, okay. Now what? That, that was interesting because I know what everybody else is going to be doing. They're going to be in sorrow. That's just agony, you know. Like, <laughs> right. fuck, all of that was awful. Like everybody's <laughs> just going to be crushed. He's the only guy who's not going to have that feeling. So right. I, that's why I want to know what he's going to do. That's really that's a really interesting answer. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. And also just kind of thinking. Like as an artist, as a someone who like writes songs, do you feel that way sometimes when you get like when you really absolutely obsess over a song that you're that you're making and you're like I have to complete this, and then once you do, is do you have a similar feeling when you're when you're done with it? It's different because uh, pretty much all art is never finished; it's just abandoned. You oh, know, yeah. I know mm-hmm. I know friends that have albums that been they've been working on for eight years kind of thing yeah. and after a while you know, like it yeah so it, because you're always perfecting it and trying to make it better which is you know sometimes it's a good thing because you get more ears on it or eyes on it or something like that yeah. but uh but there are times where you're in like a the zone you know and you're just pumping it out pumping it out pumping it out right yeah and uh and then and then yeah when you finally get it to where all right I'm okay with abandoning it, you know, kind of thing. Like I'm, I've, I've done enough work on it, you know. Like I was saying last night, I was trying to sample an Ewok into a song for like two hours on a Sunday night up till two in the morning. And I'm like, why? It wasn't yep, yep. even like, it wasn't even like a main part of the song. I just chopped up something and I, and I just wanted it in there. Yeah. And eventually, I was like, all right, it's two in the morning. I got to be at work at ten, nine. Oh God. So yeah, I'm gonna go sleep. <laughs> but. All right. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Chris, Chris nice. what, what's yeah. your... Well, you mentioned being in the zone, and it kind of felt like uh, all of Infinity War was in the zone. <laughs> like, we didn't really get a... It was a running start, to, for sure, like with the Asgardian uh, refugee ship kind of doing that distress call. So mm-hmm. uh, what was the kind of, like... Marvel's kind of known as, as a, opposed to DCEU for, like, having really uh, levity <laughs> in their movies, uh-huh. having, some, having some laughter along with the the series shit going down. So what was your favorite Marvel moments, moment of levity or your favorite quip from the characters? Oh, the quip. Oh man. Good question. There wasn't much levity in that movie. I thought, uh, nah. it was not, not, not on there. the back nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't think I have like a re, uh, specific quip, but I really uh-huh. liked, uh, uh, Thor versus rocket. Like, oh yeah. When, like their banter back and forth was good. I was right. like, all right, yeah, it's good. You never corrected him. You never corrected him for calling him a rabbit. Yeah, because he was just like, yeah, all right, yeah, this guy's awesome. What are we doing next, Thor? You know, like, 
He just kind of jumped on the bandwagon. Let's go for it. Well, especially once Thor uh, brought up about going to, um, and I, how I can't, I'm not going to pronounce the name correctly, but oh, yeah. Melvinier or whatever, where, where he's like, yeah, those are the, those were the best weapons are made. I, you know, I very much want to go yeah. there. <laughs> I can go. Oh, <laughs> dude, and Peter Dinklage in that part was so dope. Like, I was so like, wow, that's him. And The dink. Yeah, he did such a good job. He, he did. I'm really, I'm really. Uh... I totally forgot that he was even on the poster, and then he showed up. I was like, "Oh yes, that's a perfect badass rule for this guy." Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. All right, well, uh, Richard, before before we leave you, was there any other just thing that you have to get off your chest about Infinity War, whether uh, something you loved, I... something you didn't like, or, or whatever? Just anything that's really is in you that you need to let out. All right, a couple things. Okay. The Russo brothers are far better than Joss Whedon. Okay. Shots yeah. fired at Whedon. Uh, well, I, I mean, at, at least... I'm, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the resident Whedon fan, but I'll give you that. Uh, yeah, this was a, an undertaking that was well, way above Avengers. I think I think the reason why is they, they, they all, all the movies have a certain vibe to them, you know? Mm-hmm. A certain vibe and an ambiance and like even a soundtrack to it and a certain... Yeah, je ne sais quoi kind of thing. Whereas uh, Captain America ones tend to be a little bit more serious, um, and then Guardians of the Galaxy are kind of loose, etc. But all of them have been loose for a while. Yeah. And then with this one, was when you got introduced to each character when they first came up, you they were you were still in their vibe, you know, like hey, I'm comfortable. This is my own skin, yada yada yada. And then you mm-hmm. get to see them each time meet with this other like this vibe is not going to work. You know, you can't banter with me like Ultron. That, that you, that's it. <laughs> you know, like yeah. it was serious the mo- even before he showed up. Uh, Ebony Maw is yeah. now probably one of my favorite characters in this entire universe because rejoice! Gonna... Oh my god, dude, that guy was so cool. Yeah. He just his his voice was yeah. so creepy the way he and, he and the way he just gestured and he was just like, yeah, yay, everyone, Immediate your presence. meaningless lives are now going to be worth something. And I was like. This is the guy that I want to usher in the apocalypse. That's the guy. <laughs> like, he was just like that. Oh, he was such a good messenger. And I love the way that he was animated. Um, oh, but yeah, Joss Whedon, I don't, I don't like any of his stuff. But, um, and the Rooster Brothers are great. Yeah. Um, I yeah. really thought that it was a genius idea. And I don't even think anybody uh, really picked up on this yet. But Thanos was the main character of that movie. He's mm-hmm. the one that you followed and you got all of the emotion through. Like you, you were kind of introduced to his character, you know. Right. It, yeah. And uh, and you got to feel like you you fell for him for you know even for a bit. I mean, when he was talking about Gamora, he really did love Gamora, and she didn't think so. Right. You know. Yeah. He's yeah. Like, he had an unexpected you know? emotional arc. Yeah. Yeah, and it was always there, but we never saw it, you know. So that was the thing when I remember seeing the trailers. I was like, I want to know what this relationship is between Gamora and Thanos. Why did he save this chick? Uh, and Nebula, like, why did he do that? And why does he hate the other ones so much? And he doesn't, it's just so much he hates, but he he doesn't care, but he cares about Gamora. Right. You know? And uh, he really thought that was a daughter he never had, you know, especially after losing his family to what, you know, their overpopulation problem. Uh, so I like that you could see his, uh, his story arc that he, um, yeah, he had a goal in mind. He was very three-dimensional, like almost low-key-esque, you know? I mean, mm. his, his, his acts weren't jovial and prankster and funny. His were, bam, I'm going to kill that guy really quick. Right, you know? with like, conviction and, um, and fortitude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, but then also knowing, you know, you got to know who he was. And he looked fantastic, and like the, whoever was doing the graphics on that, 
uh, like the special effects. He looked like he was in that scene. I never once was like, oh, that's a CG character. I never thought that. Hmm. I was just, he's just there. And so that was great. Uh, I, think, I think a little bit of that goes to Josh Brolin for maybe, I think he did some motion. Oh, sure. I mean, the performance stuff. is great. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the performance is great. I hope they did some kind of motion capture or something. I'm pretty sure they did, yeah. Uh, yeah, after they, I saw what they did with the Hulk. I was just watching some of that with that Ragnarok. Uh, oh, I really liked uh, the Hulk's impotence in this one, uh, <laughs> where he got his ass handed to him because, like, the movie starts off with this: "We just came for Thor Ragnarok, one of the goofiest Marvel movies you ever just saw. We have a Hulk, ha ha ha! Everything's funny. Right. Bam, bam, bam! Yeah. His ass whooped, and you're like, oh shit! This is how this movie starts. That opening fight scene's no joke. Yeah, so it is. Just yeah, fucking hands he his just, ass to him. He MMA's he the, the shit out of him, like so <laughs> yeah. bad. And then. And then when Hulk got returned to Earth and he was just Bruce Banner whenever he tried to call him back up, it was nice to see the character of uh, – because remember, we haven't really seen the personality of the Hulk until like Ragnarok. And that's when we get to see like Hulk, you know, not just Rage Hulk, but, you know, Idol Hulk. Right. And when he was trying to default back into that mode, like when he was in that mode, he was very childlike and like almost like a toddler, you know, that's really good at sports, you know, like a roided out – seven-year-old you know or something like that <laughs> and uh he uh and then he got his ass handed to him and then when it was time to call him out you saw him scared he was like yeah. no no i'm not going i'm not yeah. i'm not turning the hulk i don't want to get my ass handed like that again fuck that shit i'm staying in here where it's right. safe i got punched in the neck really hard yeah I don't, I don't and, want oh that. my god i love that so do not yeah that. Co- coming away from that i mean oh and i'm also Extremely thankful for the spoiler that I read online that was completely wrong. Oh, okay. Like, the spoiler that that I read, I was furious. I was like, God fucking damn it. (laughs) Just so angry. I was like, you motherfuckers, why would you do this? And the spoiler was uh, that Captain America died. Oh, okay. And, uh, and, like, Vision killed him or something like that. Oh, wow. I don't, whatever. But then I was just like, now that's going to be in my head. I'm going to forget that. I mean, I'm going to remember. And Captain America is my favorite out of all of these characters. So, uh, he, having, everybody had him. Everybody had him pegged to like. Uh, he's probably going to go. Like, yeah. They yeah. Were on the, he, he was, was on like second after Loki after on the for sure list. He yeah. was on a Deadpool. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Planes flying over here. Oh, no, no. Um, the. Um, what was I saying? You were talking about uh, Cap, and that you were glad that the the rumor. Oh. Yeah, I would have. I would have been crushed. My heart would have been crushed if Captain would have left. Um, that, uh, I, but I will equate this movie just in social context of 2018. You know, uh, that was the Empire Strikes Back of this generation. There you go. Yeah. Yep. That's something we and, definitely have commented on. And that's what I loved about yeah. it. And then they were just cruel. Even after the credits, they were taking more from us. I'm like, God <laughs> damn it! How much do you want to fuck? Jesus Christ! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, it, it was too much to bear. Even the title going like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the worst the title, part was the title dusts away. <laughs> yeah. The. Uh, yeah, Spider-Man's. Uh, oh, geez. Peter yeah. Holland's performance. That's the one everybody's going to be talking about because yeah. it's like, whoa, oh god, that's rough. So it's, it's something that we talked about. Uh, that we talked about in regards to the movie is that Tom Holland, it turns out, improvised that entire Yeah, I saw scene. that. That's, that's well, nuts. that's great. I mean, like, he did he just fantastic. What, like, what would be the? How scared would he be? You know, right. like that's that that was horrifying. You yeah. know, to see yourself, you know what's about to happen. Like, yeah. fuck, 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 and it's happening slowly. It wasn't just 
you know, you're gone. Right. Yeah. And so it's just like, oh, that's awful. You have five seconds. You right. know, that's it. So yeah. That's, that's and was like, get, oh, better get the hugging. That was fucking scary, you know, like. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, but it, but it was good. I mean, he. I mean, the guy's no. a fantastic actor. Yeah. And 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 Tony Stark reacting to it. I was almost <laughs> just thinking about. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Ben Stiller in the beginning of Tropic Thunder, where they're overacting each other. Right. <laughs> and and I was trying to think like this scene if there's another version of that where it's where it's Robert Downey Jr. like saying it's okay, kid, and he's just you know just like over, crying. Over, yeah. yeah. No! Yeah, but they use Peters instead because he's a better actor. And like, oh, uh, oh, shots fired, at Robert Downey J. Take it, take it, Jaws, take it, Robert. <laughs> All right, Richard, before we let you go, do you have anything you want to plug? I know uh, Rivers Want, uh, you've got the website and then SoundCloud, of course. You yeah, it, drop R- I mean, R- Rivers Want on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, YouTube, Tinder, Grinder. Run oh, all those. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but if, uh, yeah, we have a show at 502. Come, to, I can make that announcement right here. Cool. Uh, we have a show at 502 May 11th and said that we weren't going to play any shows in May. I lied because there's a band from Austin called Sphinx who is fantastic. Um, uh, basically kind of like a three-piece disco band and very much in tune with us. I really like them, but I was happy about that one. Nice. Uh, and then that's on May 11th. And then I think – let me look at my calendar real quick. Do, 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 do. This won't take long. But MC Chris is coming with Bitforce. Yeah. And that will be, uh, if you're in Austin, uh, Friday the 18th and Saturday the 19th here at the Paper Tiger. Bitforce with MC Chris. Is that, is that in uh, May or June? Uh, May. May. That's in May. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So not, not far from there. soon. Yeah. Yeah. So I got like three big shows coming up and then, yeah, then I'm going on vacation. Dope, dope, dope. Well, thank you, Richard, for coming on. Really appreciate it. Um, you know, we probably will see you back definitely on a future episode. Uh, I'll be ask you real quick. Between There's only two more Marvel films before we get the next Avengers. That's Ant-Man and the Wasp and Captain uh, Marvel. Which of those two are you more looking forward to? I don't know anything about Captain Marvel. Uh, and then that uh, Ant-Man trailer came out today. Yeah. And... I just posted it, actually. Yeah, and that's a. Uh, I know everybody will go. Oh, some comedy. Whew. Right. We need to rinse that, rinse that taste in my mouth real quick. We can't have you know the red wedding episode right <laughs> after this. You know. Yeah. yeah. And so I think that one because that one's gonna be fun. It'll right. Be a nice palate cleanser. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. But I was, I was secretly hoping that uh, in this Ant Man. I mean, I'm sorry, in this uh, Infinity War that they killed Ant Man, oh. and and that that. Ant-Man 2 was a complete fake, like just to throw you off the scent. Oh, wow. Right. I was really hoping they were going to do that. That's that's really funny you say that. Because that's one of my theories. One of my theories was like, what if what if that was a fake? Like, what if the announcement of Black Panther 2 and Spider-Man 2, what if those were just like oh, to throw us off and i was like oh that would be yeah i thought that'd be like the best wow because like, that's what i was almost thinking when i read that spoiler that was wrong yeah like i was hoping i hope that came from marvel and they just put a whole bunch of like alternate spoilers <laughs> out there right just to just Play to kill the, the real yeah kill Play the real the spoiler yeah. yeah exactly not we're gonna keep this secret we're gonna be like we're gonna tell everybody we're gonna tell bullshit you know yeah that way you don't know then you'll what's have true no idea what's really true yeah, yeah. marvel's movie. units 
Hey, Richard, I mean, it sounds like you might have a future in Marvel's marketing department. I don't know, man. Like, if you get uh, in. Yeah, like, let's, let's, let's spend a million dollars on advertising a movie we don't really make just to throw nerds <laughs> off the case. There. That's a no on that one. <laughs> we, like your, we like your moxie, Richard, though. <laughs> even, even as an investor, I got to shut myself down on that yeah. one. Like, ugh. <laughs> yes, we're going to spend money on that? You're stupid. Like, no, it's a really good one. Get out of here, Richard. We're going to go make another Deadpool for $10,000. Awesome. Thank you for having me. No, no, thank you so much for having, uh, for for coming on, and we'll uh, we'll see you on the flip side, man. I don't want to go. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, no. There he goes. What did we do? Oh, Oh, no. Oh, not again. All right, and continuing our Infinity War coverage, we've got the lovely ladies from Superman Explain Me This, Div and Christine. How are you all doing today? Good. Happy to be on. Yeah, thanks for having us on, man. Totally. Happy to have the lady dudes, the lady nerds come in and give y'all's perspective on Infinity War. Uh, so what we're going to do real quick is this. I'm going to ask a question. Chris will ask a question. Then you guys just freestyle whatever you want after that. Feel free. Okay. Um, my question is, we know that... Wait, wait, wait. wait. Yeah, yeah. I do want to say before. Okay, so <laughs> like, are we like completely spoiler? spoiler yes. Oh, good question. Yes. Okay. Right. No, no, no. no good good question. Sure, nope. like, I Those didn't like, want to like... like like unzip yeah. thwack Thanos and like people people get upset. Honestly, like, I, I feel read. like what can you even say about the movie that's like not spoiler though? You know, like it, it's well, we like really about, weird to describe the movie otherwise. We can talk about our discussion about whether Thanos has a dick or not. There was a really oh, good, true. Yeah. I love this. The, See, this is... the movie doesn't give us that good of insight into it though. <laughs> I'm just, I think it does. I think it does. Because at the end, he like ends up crying like a pussy. So it's just like, I'm just saying, there's some estrogen. What I mean is like, we don't see any kind of bulge or we don't, we don't get like proof in the movie in terms of like, you know, the fact that something, he's still a Ken doll. Oh, you know what? Good point. Good point. Because he has adopted children, right? They're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Children, he has mass rage, which usually happens when you don't fuck. And it's just like, (laughs) if he just got laid, we would still have half the universe. (laughs) Okay, that's a good point. Please make that be like our quote. Okay, I'm going to. Do you think that Marvel, uh, do you think that Marvel dropped the ball, as it were? By not uh, having a Thanos sex scene? Or not... By not dropping the balls? <laughs> no, the, well, that's like old school mm-hmm. Thanos and the development of Thanos. And like you would hear our friend like, uh, you know, you guys know Egg, of course. And it's just like he just straight up says like, oh, no, it's true. Who says this? That he's yeah. a, a copy of Darkseid. Yeah. Like a poor one at that. Uh, I mean, he's a copy for sure. They, they, yeah, they, so they, they're both guilty of that. Uh, both of the... Uh, main publishing houses actually real quick side tangent uh y'all were talking about uh thanos i was actually were uh wondering about uh dinklage with his molten hands like i actually thought the second time i saw the movie i was like how does this guy take a piss like, yeah, I, was, I straight up was like, oh, like, do you just, did you masturbate too much? And, like, finally, instead of going blind, <laughs> your just hands turned into stone. Yeah. 
<laughs> they got stuck that way? Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I, I think it was just some, like, underlining message of, like, Catholic guilt. Like, oh, nice, okay. Stone. Like, don't do it, kids. Don't, don't you do it. Wow. Wow. I feel like I can't add, I feel like I can't add anything useful to that, because at that point, I was deep, Ig, you know, your former co-host, yeah. and I were deep into uh, the... The AMC's like um, Galaxy Punch or whatever you call it, um, which was like the it was like a purple drink. Um, so at yeah, that point, I don't even know what I was saying. <laughs> We're yeah. going to watch it again. But oh, that's right because you you guys yeah. the, your nerd crew your Boston nerd crew RIP mm-hmm. RIP Boston nerd crew right because yeah you know he's moved what on a, Daddy Boy's moved on Daddy Boy yeah. RIP. Uh, He's you guys, you guys get super like trash, right? For these movies, like that's part of the fun. Well, I mean, not always. Not that's purpose. like not always okay. the plan. But how could we pass up the fucking purple drink? Yeah, at MacGuffins, and honestly, like I've, I what does MacGuffin mean in the film world? Because I've read like a bunch of um, reviews of Infinity War that actually use that term. And there's so, they they, t- they yeah. say the gauntlets of MacGuffin, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, Chris, you want to take this one? Yeah, uh, MacGuffin's just kind of a like the thing that needs the the, the thing that starts the plot. Mm, so, like, okay. a, a briefcase, like in uh, Pulp Fiction, is like that briefcase that Marcellus Wallace wants. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. got it. So, yeah, our purple drinks were the MacGuffin <laughs> to our viewing experience. <laughs> as it were. That's awesome. Yeah, um, makes sense. <laughs> All right, I really, I really want to get y'all's opinion on something. Uh, so we have Ant Man and the Wasp coming out, and then Captain mm-hmm. Marvel, and then the next Avengers movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, Captain Marvel is supposed to be, take place in the '90s, predominantly in the '90s. Mm-hmm. W- are you all psyched about that? Uh, I'm not trying to like pigeonhole you all in any way, but since <laughs> you do this really awesome by asking the woman, right. but you all, are, you all do yeah, the awesome cool, nerd cool. feminist minority <laughs> podcast. Yeah. And I'm like, well, here's well, here's here's Marvel's Wonder Woman, right? So I I like, well, I mean, not I don't think that's a fair comparison, but here's their like female-led superhero solo film. Yeah, yeah. Are you all? I mean, sorry, I don't mean. Are are you are you all psyched for that film? (laughs) Yeah, I think. Well, in our like nerdy brown lady world, I feel like I would be slightly more psyched if it was um. Kamala, Kamala Khan. Khan. I Ms. love Kamala Khan. Yeah. I'm, I'm here like, for it. Because like I just the game like it, and again we do. I, we have to recognize our own bias, but like as people of color, right. like having a person of color in that in that role as Marvel. Well, like, also later for on, for timeline because isn't the whole thing that Captain Marvel is set in the 90s? Yeah. Like the movie that's coming out. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I hear. And again, like um, I'm gonna give a second take on like uh on Miss Marvel just because mm-hmm. uh, I'll tell you like why I'm a little confused and why I never really mm-hmm. connected with her. Okay. Oh, do you, okay, you're yeah. done? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Um, so <laughs> like the whole thing is that like growing up, I was a huge X-Men nerd. And so like, I loved Rogue with a passion that burns like mm-hmm. deep in my soul still. Um, I still think like Rogue and Gabbard is one of the best like forbidden love stories. And it even like transcends in the age of apocalypse when like rogue marries magneto because yeah. like he puts electric field around her body and so then, she like, can kind of touch do him. it yeah well he's not kind of they have a kid they name it charles um 
but uh, besides that, but then she's like still looks longingly. I get it. But so uh, Rogue got her like super strength and flying ability from Miss Marvels, the original Carol mm. Danvers. Right. And so like she held on too long, she got her memories, and like Carol Danvers is in a coma. I I'm so like for me like Carol Danvers has never been more than a woman in a coma. Right. <laughs> oh, interesting. So like to be excited, I'm like I'm excited about what happens to her after so, Rogue touches her. So you're like, but I have. No yeah, you're low key hoping <laughs> that Rogue shows up in the film somehow <laughs> and just yanks her powers uh, essentially. That's all I want. So it's like, do you, oh man, like, oh, how excited are you about Carol Danvers? I'm like. I'm excited about her future. Right. Well, that <laughs> would require them to like Rose. acknowledge X Men again, which is like a whole. Oh, other they're totally thing. not doing it. <laughs> not yet. Yeah. Not yet. Uh, Chris. Yeah. That's why, like, I'm, I'm. I feel like a little bad. I'm like not really excited. Brie Larson. Mm. I'm sure is going to do a, the best job she can with it. Yeah. And, Jude Law. Like I don't know. Jude yeah. Law's <laughs> in it, and uh, Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> we get Coulson. I, Coulson's back. I'm, I'm on. I mean, I, Oh, go ahead. Oh, no. I mean, I think I, I wouldn't say like psych just because I think I haven't seen like enough yet um, right. of what's going to happen with Captain Marvel. Um, like, you know, like, you know, like I need to see more like trailer or whatever, because I'm having a, a hard I don't I feel like that actress is like super serious. So I, I'm curious, like, is it going to be funny? Like, where's it going to go? Right. So Kevin Feige has said that Captain Marvel, when she eventually debuts, is going to be the most powerful uh, Mm, superhero in the MCU, even more powerful than Thor or Hulk. Uh, I'm really curious how she's going to fit into Avengers 4. Right. I sort of think she's going to take the cap role and and maybe be the leader of the Avengers moving forward after that film. Um, Mm. But, you know, it'll be interesting to see. But um, but don't you think that I guess that just confuses me with their like timeline? But I guess we're not supposed to question those things. But like, are they going to make her look old? <laughs> so I, this is a guess. This is my guess. Uh, <laughs> I, I have no real you know, you know source for this. I just think yeah, yeah. it's going to be in the nineties. She's going to get the powers. She's going to go into space either. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. what's the origin of her powers? Well, uh, I think they're gonna. She's gonna get them from uh, Marvel. Marvel being okay. an alien, played by Jude okay. Law, and that's gonna somehow, much like Captain America, is gonna is gonna slow down her aging process. Yeah, that's that's a nice okay. go to. And and if you honestly consider like Wonder in the DC universe, Wonder Woman and Superman never really. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like Superman yeah. being an alien, Wonder Woman being like an Amazon slash. Yeah, and she's in, like, inhuman, right? So that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Okay. And like, and like again, like Marvel tried to make Inhumans happen, and it just didn't. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Right. Um. And the only other thing I can think of, like, uh, for Carol Danvers, that'd be really cool if they have her as the new head, like switching it out. Like mm-hmm. Captain Captain has to die at some point in time. Yeah. Because, I see him like, dying at the end of the second movie. Oh fuck yeah! Because Chris yeah. Evans done. Like he, yeah. He, like it's not a secret, so it's just like logically just follow <laughs> the breadcrumbs. Right. But um I don't know, like I think she'll do a fine job with it. We're gonna be talking about it, definitely liking it. I don't see Mar- from what Marvel has done, I don't see it being bad. They haven't produced mm-hmm. anything that's been like, Oh, that's shitty. Mm-hmm. Um right. 
I think there's definitely something in the Marvel universe for everyone. So this is <laughs> a really great opportunity for them to do that. I am still like um, surprised that they they didn't do like a not Scarlet Witch. Um, oh, what do you call it? Black Widow. Oh, Black Widow. Yeah. A Black Widow um, solo. Yeah. 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 I mean, but, yeah, um, it'll be the first female led yeah. for the MCU movie yeah. world. So. Yeah, and talking to Drew, like uh, our producer on our podcast, the one thing that he was saying is that, well, okay, so she has she has to have another element, like um, the reason why like they're bringing Ant Man and Wasp, and like one thing that Marvel did mm-hmm. was that they had a bunch of actors be like, "Where is Ant Man and Wasp during this?" <laughs> and like talking about like the multiverse, right. that she's going to be kind of be a product or something involving with the multiverse, mm. because like to consider the fact that half you know thanos snapped his fingers half the people are gone like if carol danvers is in the actual universe couldn't she have been included as one of those like half and just be like incredibly mm. lucky that she just wasn't mm. yeah. yeah that's an that's oh. definitely a, yeah that's definitely a good point we were actually were talking about that uh chris and i were talking about it when we were talking about the movie proper uh mm-hmm. and that like you know what's up with pepper Potts? what's up with happy hogan mm. what's up with wong you know I'm sure Wong is fine, but <laughs> yeah, you know, right. we, we're you know we're, we're all the other characters that we aren't seeing, um, Everett Ross oh. and so on. Uh, Chris, did you have a did you have a question for? Yeah, Super um, Explain me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, quick tangent, <laughs> quick shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, there's already a website up called DidThanosKill.me. Uh, <laughs> you can type it into your, <laughs> your favorite search engine, and I just I just did it myself, and I found out mm-hmm. I was slain by Thanos for the good of the oh. universe. So, wow! Oh, man. I just dusted away. Gong, uh, gongs for Chris. I, I wanna... <laughs> Disappeared. Oh fuck! So I'm, I'm probably killed, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're all probably dead. Actually, we're probably all dead. Come on! I, I've told enough people about pterodactyl porn. That's yeah. Awesome. My, my solo that was you. You lived your purpose. You're fine. We all we died. Thanos doesn't have a dick, so I mean, like, we're dead. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't need. What did he say about my dick? Yeah. <laughs> but the they're gone. The important uh, thing, <laughs> the important thing, is that your story lives on in those that that remain, right? Yeah, Sid so. and I would just die and high five as we were like, like <laughs> and we were disappearing. As we you're dusting, like a leap into high five. Oh my god! <laughs> yes. Most epic dust death possible. Uh, before we let so, you, so speaking we, of the dust deaths, yeah, yeah, okay, here we yes. go. Yeah, as the dust deaths were happening, as uh, that was like. Everybody in my theater, both times I've seen it, has gone completely silent. Um, which kind of dusting struck you as the most out of out of the out of left field? Which which character um, didn't you think was going to die? Well, can I before we say that? Yeah, can yeah, I yeah. say how yep, pissed yep. how pissed that Ig and I were when not that Bucky fucking disappeared because we did not just no one gives a fuck people about in our theater were so like they reacted the most to him disappearing. Like, more than, like, T'Challa, like, more than, like, any other character, they were like, oh, my God, Bucky! And it's like, what? Why, why do you care this much about Bucky? <laughs> we, hi- Ig and I, high-fived, so that was, yeah, like, that, that would be when it disappeared. That they turned around and high-fived yeah. each other, and I was like, yeah. god damn it. <laughs> well, like, he'd be one that stays disappeared, if that's, like, a thing. Wow. But, Shots fired at Buck. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh no. And we were giving uh, the most shit that like Hawkeye is actually in his living room, just fucking watching TV, and, and just like just disappears. 
He's he's like he's like he's like warming up his chili's leftovers and he's just yeah. <laughs> he has a little bit of a belly and like he's still like oh, I just can't winch and like ash. Yep. Yeah. Like he becomes the seasoning on that chili. The kids eat him. It's great. Oh. <laughs> wow. Wow. Dark. Oh yeah, that's why this is why you had us on. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um the one that I was the saddest about was um the two that surprised me and I was the saddest about was uh, of course, Black Panther. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. then I was surprised that Nick Fury. Like, I knew they did. Oh, yeah. I, like, people were fucking, like, oh, my God, Angel Coulson. Or, not Coulson. Um, uh, Maria Hill. No one gives a shit. Yeah. Yeah. No one gives a fuck <laughs> about her. Like, people are like, oh, my God. I'm like, I'm not upset about Robin. I'm trying to make Maria not. happen. Yeah. Like, Robin yeah, I did actually. I did actually say, I was like, Samuel Jackson's not going to disappear. Like, yeah, because I was just like, we can get rid of this stupid bitch. Stuff. But, like, yeah. Yeah, like, and he, and he, you, like, again, he had the best last word. So I was like, right. what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I, and that's, like, one of those things where that's real people talk. Like, if you realize you were disappearing, you'd just be a little pissed. Like, ah, mm-hmm. fuck. Like, today yep. I was going to get three cheese nachos. Like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That would suck. Me. Yeah. I, was, I was really looking forward to doing like some damage on some three cheese nachos. You could have killed me afterwards. Right. Oh, man, I didn't <laughs> even think about that. I love that you brought the food angle into it because that, that opens it up to a whole other thing of possibilities, you know? Ah, oh, man. Never got to go back to the bodega, get a chopped <laughs> cheese. Oh, Just man. like, honestly, think of your favorite food. Like, that's, that, mm-hmm. like, of course I'd be thinking like the people I love and stuff, but like. <laughs> But really, food. But really, like, especially if I was on my way to food and looking forward to it, like, I'd just be like, oh, I'm totally going to get this. Right. Just like, I fucking turned to dust. I'd be pissed. <laughs> oh, man. So that's the flip side of you guys jump high-fiving. Yes. That's the, that's the, that's the darkest timeline is where you don't get the your The dark food. timeline. The yeah. dark timeline is that we're on our way to food. The good timeline is that we're next to each other and we're, like, struggling. Yeah. Well, can you, like, can you imagine the series of things that are, like, someone's, like, about to get it in. Like, someone's about to give birth. Like, shit is just disappearing. Like, yeah. Oh, the baby you know? disappears. As she <laughs> oh, no. As she pushes and the oh. pulls out a baby ash. Yeah. Out of, like, nothing. That's a good scene. We need to pitch that. Damn it. Oh, my gosh. I, I guess the good news is Ash works both as a boy and a girl's name? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> wow. No need for cremation. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm just saying, so people save some money, you know, on the cremations that day. They didn't even... It's true. Even go to fire up the, the kiln or whatever. <laughs> wow. Wow. All right. Before we let you all... Uh, before we let you go, is there any... Uh, of course... Please feel free to plug your podcast. I know, of course, that Superman's playing me this, but let everyone know where yep. they can find you guys. Yeah, yeah. So you can. The best way to get at us is to hit us up on Twitter at smansplain underscore this. Um, and we'll comment back at you. But we actually, I think we have to record our um, Infinity War episode too, yeah. so you can look forward to that coming up. Awesome. Oh, Al, I do have to ask before we we go off into the far beyond yeah. of Asheville. Um, <laughs> can you let us know what I I, I I wish I was a fly on the wall? How did he react when Peter Parker died? <laughs> uh, 
So, okay, let me let me let me let me give you let me give you a little backstory real quick on this. Uh, so you guys saw the movie. I think just as your movie was ending, mm-hmm. I was just about to sit down yeah. in the theater, yep. and so I, you know, all I see, like I didn't, I had my phone uh, ringer off, face down, mm-hmm. but I have a like a smartwatch, right? So I see a little mm-hmm. blip on my watch, and it's from Ig, it's from Ignacio, <laughs> and it says all it says is something like Infinity War, wow, then like a beat or two, another message. Just LOL, 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 like 15 LOLs. No, I didn't, but I didn't, I just, I just saw, like, I briefly saw, like, an L, and I'm like, nope, I'm just like, and I turned my watch around so I didn't see the rest. Um, I love it. He, like, trolls you so hard. He does. He does. Uh, I've seen the movie in uh, in almost an innumerable amount of times already. Way too many. (laughs) I have legitimately, I've cried every single time at the Peter Parker scene. Um, oh. the last, I don't want to go, Mr. Stark. The last thing he says is, I'm sorry. Oh. And that yeah, is yeah. the most oh, yeah. Peter Parker so, thing possible. So, you know, Ig, as much as I'm, like, giving you shit, I was weeping for, like, a solid, like, I don't know when it started, but it just lasted way too long. Oh, it's it's mm-hmm. that's a rough sequence, man. The I whole feel thing. Like I'm like a cold person because I had like no emotional reaction to like anyone disappearing. Um, if anything, you had like sorry, a negative reaction to like Bucky dying. You're like, good. Finally. Besides the Bucky thing, I guess in my head, I'm like, I know that Spider-Man and like Black Panther have movies upcoming, so I'm just yeah. like, they're not really dead. So I think that's my like I'm having a hard time actually being like bummed because I feel like mm. they're all gonna yeah. come back some kind of way. There's that dramatic irony of the actual schedule. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I it's, it's kind of like me? a spoiler. Spoiler alert. Right. Yeah. For me, the the I, the Parker one was you know was kind of serious, and I, now that I know that it's like it was, it was mm-hmm. improv that Tom Holland was doing. Mm. Uh, that was like incredible. Yeah, but, that, um, that's all improv. I don't know if y'all knew that. It's no, I didn't he improv that entire beautiful. scene. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah, I think the director just told him that uh, Peter doesn't want to die, and then that's all he—that's all the direction he gave oh, him. Oh, wow. Okay. But the one that kind of got me on the second viewing was uh, actually Okoye's reaction because mm. the, the child oh, is yeah. busting, and then it kind of mm. cuts away from her shocked face, and she just goes, "Oh God! Oh God!" Mm. I didn't hear that the first time at all. I was just stunned. Oh. But, uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> that, that, was, got... that was the thing that I was just like, because I think they set it up perfectly that you think she's going to be the one who dies. Because right. he says mm. that like, right before Did... he's like, you're not dying here, not today. Right. Or something like that. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. and then as the moment he like extends his hand is when like, he's absolutely right. She's not dying here. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it's like, that's what I like looked at it. And it was like T'Challa. No. Like that's, that's yeah. definitely one of the harder, like just everything went. I was just like, yeah. no, we just got the most beautiful black superhero <laughs> right. ever. You are not taking this away from me. Fuck you. I mean, fuck you. Like, just, uh, reparations. (laughs) Kuta Kinte, uh, hashtag, (laughs) hashtag Wakanda sometimes. Like, no. Oh, I know. It's real sad. Well, uh, I just wanted to say thank you so much for y'all for making time and coming in on our show, doing this segment and, and giving your opinions. We really appreciate it. 
Uh, wish you the best of luck on your Infinity War recap. It's uh, it's an yeah. undertaking, but it's going to be a lot of fun, I'm sure. <laughs> I can't wait to hear you all's just random insight. It's going to be awesome. Uh, yeah, thank, thank you. you. Yeah, like yeah, please always take a take a look inside the Looking Glass. You know, it's always <laughs> a good time. So thank you so much for having us on your podcast because <laughs> we we have. We like grew up and like had a yeah. like nice little special like podcast bond with you. So thank you guys. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. Nice, <laughs> nice being nice on here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Thank you. All right. Have All fun. Right, and, um, oh, make sure that you go to get some pie. Oh yeah. <laughs> We're gonna hit that casting corner. Casting corner. Casting corner. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you so much, <laughs> everyone. Check out Superman's playing me this. They're also on SoundCloud. Um uh, and and um like Stitcher and, and stuff Twitter. like that, right? Yep. So yeah. And on yeah. Twitter. So okay. Well thank you all so much again. Take care. Yeah. Bye. Okay, and we've got another special guest for our Infinity War coverage here on Combo Characters. We have martial artist Jesse Camus. Uh Jesse, are you there? Yeah, yeah. What's awesome. Up? And Chris, you're still with me, my man. Yeah. My dude. All right. So uh, the really cool thing, uh, Jesse, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, we, I know you're a huge uh, comic fan. You love the source material. I know you were psyched about this movie like all, all the rest of us nerds were. Yeah, um, dude. I think I think Chris has a specific question for you that I think is going to be uh, great, but I'll 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 throw uh, I'll throw this one out here first for you. Um, who do you feel in Infinity War made the the mo- had the mo- made the most impression on you, on you either in terms of them being different from how you'd perceived them before, or just something that they did in this movie that made you go like wow. That character really stands out for me. Who was your MVP in Infinity Definitely War? Definitely Spider Man, dude. Definitely yeah. Spider Man. Yeah, uh, he he just uh, he had a lot of great action scenes. Um, before, like I don't know, like I wasn't a a, a true believer of Kid Spider Man, but I don't know. I, I felt like he, yeah, I felt like um, Tony stopped him from doing what he wanted to do, and then this movie he really let loose and he won me over. Really, like. You know, he, he did a thing. Yeah. Would you say he was plucky, maybe? He was kind plucky. of plucky. Yeah. Well, like, you know, because like they said... Uh, don't I use think, that word. We yeah, don't know what it means. Yeah, we don't know what it means, plucky. But that's good, man. Hey, look, I, that's that's my favorite answer. Uh, I'm a, as you know, a huge I, Spider-Man fan, so... I was genuinely sad, you know, and at the, at the theme. Oh yeah, the the Peter Parker scene. So I I've, I'm repeating myself here because I know I've said this in other segments, but I just like to let people know uh, the guess. That particular scene with Tom Holland was completely improvised. Oh really? When he dies, so so he did all of that. That was all him. Uh, oh wow! So I think Chris, you said that his direction was just uh, like Peter is going to die or Peter's in peril or something. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, so like I think uh, one of the Russo brothers just told him like the oh yeah Peter doesn't want to die, yeah. and then uh, Tom Holland was able to take that and kind of draw it out Man. into a couple couple of distinct lines that everybody remembers. Yeah, and the last thing he says, the last thing he says, I know I'm repeating myself, but I do not care. The last thing he says is I'm sorry, and that is 
quintessential Peter Parker. Like, to feel like he let everyone down, even though he's dying, you know? <laughs> like, that's uh, really cool. Chris, did you have a question for, for Jesse? Yeah, for sure. Um, so we finally get to see the Infinity Gauntlet. Uh, yeah. it, it seemed like Thanos is the main character of this whole thing. He got all the gems kind of in, in order that he wanted to. Um, which kind of which Infinity Gem kind of stood out to you most? Like, would it be the Power Stone, the Mind Stone, maybe? Uh, which one would you like to wield if you could? Oh, uh, damn! I'd I'd probably say the the Time Stone. Yeah, yeah. You can just you know undo what whatever tragedy happened and try to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like... the, the real life control undo button. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, the mind stone would be cool too, because I mean, you could like, I guess, was it like seeing people's minds transcendental? Right, see right. Gonna be reality to the reality, but I, I think the time was a definitely like the Trump, the Trump stone, because you could just be like, oh, I'll just undo what you did. I'll just undo what you did. It's like yeah. continuous. Control. Right. That's yeah, a- it's kind of, it's kind of like the most human stone. Like we all want a second chance. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, we all want a second chance. Time's a cruel mistress. Definitely. Yeah. Time is also undefeated. Even even Tim Duncan went down uh-huh. in time. Father time. So <laughs> so sad. Um, real quick, I since you're a martial artist, I definitely wanted to ask you this. One of the coolest scenes in the movie happens right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. When Hulk shows up and starts to try to beat down Thanos. Looks like he has the upper hand. And then yeah. immediately Thanos turns the tables and like does some really brutal body work. Punches he's like him in the boxing, neck. really, yeah. He like dirty boxing. That was cool. Uh, being a martial artist and 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 somebody who's uh, very attuned to to fighting styles and whatnot, whereas mm-hmm. Hulk's like a just kind of a bruiser and a basher. It looks like Thanos is actually trained at fighting yeah when they're fighting how did you feel with that scene was it something you know really cool for you or that i, I definitely i definitely thought that was really cool how um that also was just like you know like countering a lot of the hulks like like you know like brawling almost like haymakers and he was hitting them with the quick hooks to the body and like the inside shots and uppercuts and stuff like that hitting them with elbows a lot of combinations you know, right and, yeah, combinations, a lot of body-to-head combinations. I'll tell you what movie really stood out to me the most in, like, the martial art perspective, and that was Black Panther, man. Like, oh, yeah. Seeing Tritipa fight, um, what's his name, M'Baku for the crown, and he got him in that crazy, like, inverted triangle armbar thing and right. almost broke his arm. That's a, that that was a, pretty awesome. That's a straight-up MMA move, right? Like, that's something that's Yeah, definitely. Realized. That was, that was straight-up jujitsu, and I, I noticed that, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah, I, I thought I'd seen like Royce Gracie do something like that way back in the day. It looks familiar. Yeah. Um, that's really cool. But uh, before we let you go, do you have any thoughts that you want to bring to the table about Infinity War and the experience that was this movie? Oh, man. Um, yeah, I you know, I thought it was going to go a certain way because, you know, I read the, the 80s Infinity Gauntlet leading right. up to it and I read the 2015 Infinity story oh, yeah, about the, the Hickman story, one. right? Yeah. Yeah, the Hickman story. I read that one. And, you know, like, there was, like, some, like, nods to it, but it completely went another route. There was, like, a, 
an alternate universe even and I was I was excited and kept me on the edge of my feet. You know, I, I really appreciate you saying that because there's something that, you know, Chris and I have talked about before. A lot of people a lot of the diehard comic fans and we're we're glad that everyone, you know, out there that's like that. But like even like in an age of Ultron. If you look at the Age of Ultron story versus what the movie is, there's very, very little similarity. It's mostly exactly. just the title and Ultron. Um, yeah. And what, but you know, to me, that's fine. Like, I like when they borrow from actual storylines, but you know, the MCU is kind of its own beast. So, I, you know, I don't, I don't think that they always need to be beholden so much to whatever the storyline is. But did you like that in this instance they? They borrowed from Infinity and from Infinity Gauntlet, and I probably a little bit from Infinity War, also the comic. Um, yeah. Do you like when they blend sort of storylines like that? Definitely, definitely. I, I I love I love seeing you know comic panels come to life. Right. And there was some cool like you know panels like when um uh, when Black Panther jumped at uh what was his name the Black Claw the big the big brutish fellow. Oh, uh, Cole. Yeah, Call of City. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Call of City and that guy, yeah. That was close. But yeah, yeah, when he jumped at him, that was a good that was a, a special nod to that Hickman Infinity story. Right. But yeah, I don't want to give too much away, but that was one of my favorite No scenes. no no. No, feel free to spoil. Like it's we're oh, yeah. we're well beyond spoilers in this in this part of the show. So um, in fact, comic, um T'Challa takes him down and breaks his head in the process. I wanted to see more of that, but <laughs> That was cool seeing, you know, like Hulkbuster fucking destroy him too. Yeah. Yeah, did you did you think when you saw the trailer with the Hulkbuster, did you think it was gonna be uh uh Bruce Banner in there or did you did you think it was maybe gonna be tough? I, I wanted Hulk to come out and uh, redeem him time. I was like, Come on, Hulk, you are better than that. So, <laughs> so you're right there with Banner, right? You're like, ah, oh, you green you asshole, you green asshole. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Right. Uh, who would you like to see of all the people that have died in Infinity War? Who Who's the one that you definitely want to see come back to life if if that's a thing in the fourth Avengers movie? Oh, man. Um, man um, probably Black Panther because I don't think he really did much in this first one. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind I mean, of... of course, yeah, it's it's funny you say that because I think like Black Panther and, and Captain America are similar in a lot of ways, and even there's that one scene right at the beginning when they're when they're going to war in Wakanda and they're running, and they're way ahead of everybody because they're they're just that much more uh, you know powerful or whatever, athletic and quick. Um, but I feel like neither one of them got as much screen time as I would have actually liked. So hopefully. Exactly. But yeah, you know who I, I would like to see. I would like to see, you know, Hawkeye make an appearance, maybe yeah. as Rhodey. That'd be cool. Definitely. Get off the couch, man. <laughs> yeah, right. Get off the couch. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I've heard a rumor. This is just a rumor. But I heard a rumor that the way they might play this for the next movie is, you see Hawkeye, his family has dusted away. And he's oh. like a broken man, and he—that's when he God. turns into Ronin. Yeah, and he just—he just, cool. just goes real dark. I think that actually might redeem the character if they were to do that <laughs> a bit. Um, Takes killing his family to redeem him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
Shots. Shots fired. Jesse, before we let you go, anything you want to plug for our listeners out there in the CBC universe? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, if you want to check out, you know, like some of my uh, fights, I post them on my Instagram at Jesse James Jits Hero, all one word. Um, I run a, a YouTube gaming channel with my friends. It's going to be at the Dig Trio and look for King of Gamers. That's awesome, man. You know, yeah. one thing, one thing, uh, I've seen this one time, you know, I, and it was probably a few years ago, but it looked like it was like an MMA style fight, but they actually had all the participants dress up sort of in a cosplay. So there was like a Spider Man and a Batman and maybe a Robin. I saw that, and then I think Spider-Man was fighting the Batman and Robin, and he, I think he kicked his ass by himself. Yeah, I think That's he more, did. Watching the same video, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> what with, we know, Chris and I talk about uh, before, and even Ig, Ig and I have talked about, that wrestling, professional wrestling, is kind of the closest thing we have to sort of the fantastic nature of what comic books are in real life. But what... what do you think something where they did like a themed uh, sort of MMA bouts where you don't necessarily have to be in full costume, but like maybe they take elements of the costumes and kind of play up rivalries within heroes and villains in a, in a, in a actual MMA card. Do you think that would be something that people would, would get behind? Oh man. Um, something I would get behind. That's for sure. <laughs> I, I love theatric. Yeah. I, I yeah, I think I think uh, that's you know, and definitely you got guys like I mean I don't know how you feel about him, but um, uh, you, you know, Conor McGregor, right? Like he's so loud yeah. and and yeah. theatrical, right? So I, I feel like they're not that far. They're not that far away from being able to incorporate more of the sort of comic book theatrics into MMA fighting and. and martial arts fighting in general. I think it'd be a cool thing to see. Well, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on to the show and giving us your time. And, uh, we'll talk to you. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Now we've got the one and only funny man from Portland, James Vasquez. James, how are you doing, sir? So I just got to work. I'm very tired. <laughs> That's great, man. Uh, I hear, you know, you're a stand-up comedian. Is that why you're tired from all the standing up and all of the comedia in? in? Yeah, that's how, that's how verbs work, man. <laughs> all right. Okay. It's a good very start. Few comics have, very few comics have real jobs. Yeah, you do, though. You do. You yes. do have a, you have a very real job. You work for the government. We'll just leave it at that. We don't, have, we don't, we don't have to get into it. Okay, okay, okay. Cool, cool, cool. I'm an agent of Shield. Okay. Hey, man, <laughs> you said you didn't want to get into it. Okay, but if you know what's going on with the Cree or like that dude Zeke or Deke or whatever his name is, you know, let us know. Uh, okay, so we're talking Infinity War. This is the uh, the big. Everybody from Combo Characters thoughts on Infinity War segment and uh, Chris, do you have a question for James? I sure do. Uh, since Marvel movies kind of set themselves apart uh, traditionally from DCEU uh, by having like moments of levity, kind of like a little bit of lightheartedness thrown in with all the action, uh, what was your favorite Marvel moment from Infinity War? It kind of like started off heavy, uh, <laughs> killing off two characters. 
So, uh, what moments stood out to you? Is kind of like a you know nice little break from all that heavy heavy pace. Well, as far as like comedy, uh, comedy wise, I felt like the Drax lines. Uh, Drax is just great. Uh, <laughs> you know, the whole I'm, I've been here for an hour, and then him trying to move really slowly. That was great. Drax is always uh, a, a riot. Um, as far as like my actual favorite moment in the movie, that just kind of like made me go, yeah, this badass. Uh, right. Is actually whenever War Machine is flying uh, 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 through the dome or around the dome and dropping bombs all over the aliens. Okay. Uh, that's actually like, I don't know, just something about the way they shot, they did that shot, and just the, uh, I don't know, like all the concussion grenades just falling and i don't know that was just the real like to me that was the real yeah this is badass factor <laughs> nice yeah, is that one is that one line to sam like watch out sam your wings get singed yeah yeah he yeah they don't have to talk they're just flying around dropping <laughs> bombs that's 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 the best part yep shouts to war machine i mean he really doesn't yeah, get yeah, a lot I feel of like, yeah, I feel like he, 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 you know, there was a lot more going on in the War Machine, but to me, it was just that one shot. That was my favorite shot in the movie. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, most people don't don't even pick him out very often, so that's that's cool that that, that was the sequence that really uh, stood out to you. Um, <clears throat> so, James, I know you're a, you're a pretty big fan of the MCU films for the most part. Um, we only have Ant-Man and the Wasp, which is supposed to take place, I think, prior to the events in Infinity War, and then after that's Captain Marvel, which is largely going to be set in the 90s. And then the, the, the next movie after that is going to be Avengers 4. Between Ant-Man and the Wasp and Captain Marvel, which of those two follow-up films, so to speak, are you more looking forward to? I don't know anything about Captain Marvel. Come on. Oh. <laughs> I like Paul Rudd. It's okay. got Paul Rudd. It's, it's got Kate from Lost. I mean, we got to go back, Kate. That's that's more of a drawback, but uh, yeah, anything with Paul <laughs> Rudd, I'm about. Uh, so yeah, yeah, that's gonna be. Um, I mean, it's gonna end with with Kate like disappearing. She's like, "What's happening?" Uh, oh, so no. that's. <laughs> oh jeez, you think that's? Oh my god! Alert. Wow. And then uh, they're gonna find. That uh, uh, actually Thanos was responsible for Lost the entire time, and uh, oh. I'll just get a big tie-in, and then we're finally going to get some resolution to Lost. <laughs> hey man, wasn't Lost an ABC show? And Disney owns ABC, right? So mm-hmm. you could do it. You could do it. You really could. I feel like Amen and Wasp. If they don't have a Matthew Fox villain in there at some point, that'd be pretty good. You know, I think that's a missed opportunity. We got to. Maybe we can hashtag a, a campaign out there for it. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I brought the conversation to Lost. This is about Infinity War, and uh, you know, the less, the sooner we forget Lost, the better. So let's just continue. Ah, ah man. You know, if it wasn't for Lost, though, you know, Westworld probably wouldn't exist, right? In the way that it does. We also wouldn't have. Uh, we also wouldn't have the classic "You all, everybody." Oh yeah, that's. <laughs> was you that all everybody? Was that guy in any of the Marvel films? Dominic Moynihan? Yeah. I know you're I know you know him from Lord of the Rings. Is he in any of the Marvel films? I, I feel like he's so. in a Thor film, but am I wrong? Yeah, I think I, I don't think Hobbit's in there. Alright, alright, maybe not. Alright, James. Uh the floor is yours. Do you have any other final thoughts on Infinity War, just as an experience 
unto itself. Um, I, Michael Keaton in Spider-Man Homecoming is still my favorite villain in the MCU. I feel like he uh, he had the best motivation. He had real motivation. Yeah. Uh, but but Thanos um, is right there second um, because they somehow managed to find a way to kind of humanize him, for lack of a better term. Right. Because uh, he kind of has a point. He's kind of got a – I mean – Yeah. He's kind of going about it the wrong way, but he, <laughs> he's kind of got – he's got some good ideas, you know? He's bet, not a politician. Yeah, I mean, you can see why people follow him and why he's like a cult leader. Like that's what cult leaders do. Yeah, they they take a, a small amount of of rationality and then just uh, run with it. Sort of exploit so, it. Uh, yeah, yeah, exploit it. So, uh, you know, and then obviously the uh, the final shot of him just smiling there. Um, also, all right, maybe Kai can ask this real quick. Yeah, I thought for because whenever after he snaps his fingers, he goes and sees Baby Gamora. Right, and I thought for a moment that maybe Thanos died in the incident. Well, also, right, he was Do part of the. Like I thought, maybe he just like uh, he killed himself, you know, because he said that you no, know, it was a random. It was like everybody would be chosen randomly who died. Right. right. So did Thanos die at the end? I don't think so. I th- I think that what we saw with with Baby Gamora was them literally being inside the Soul Stone. And okay. I think the soul stone is the stone that allows somebody to kill half of the universe at once. Like, without yeah. that stone, you specifically would not be able to, to do that. So I think once he made that happen, it it just kind of gave us a little insight into, like, well, this is the stone that's kind of making this happen. Yeah, he, he kind of snaps back after that, too. And, like, uh, yeah, Mar- like, like what you saw... Sorry, I... Go ahead. No, no, no worries. Yeah, Cap, Cap has a, like the the fuck happened, and like that was kind of like uh, portals out of there to somewhere else. Yeah. True. Yeah. I okay. mean, I mean, I'm not saying. I mean, it's oh, yeah. we, we don't know. None of us know, right? Like we don't know definitively. But that's my take on it with the uh, with the Soul Stone. Um, yeah, it was kind of you know oddly enough the end of that movie reminded me of uh, of uh, the fucking the Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet movie. What's the one uh, that you know the Eternal Sunshine. Eternal Sunshine. There's very Eternal Sunshine going on. I don't know. There's something, this dream state about it. And uh, I kind of liked it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think a lot of people agree with that sentiment that uh, kind of liked it to the tune of uh, $250 million. So, uh, yeah. Well, James, uh, do you have anything you want to plug before we let you go? Um, let's see what I got uh, next. Uh, Wednesday, May 9th. I am going to be on the Hard Times uh, Showcase here in Portland, Oregon at Kickstand Comedy. Um, the Hard Times, of course, is the satirical website. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'm going to be on the show. It's called All, Com- All Comics Are Bastards. I believe it starts at 7 o'clock at Kickstand Comedy. And uh, other than that, um, yeah, you can see me in Portland performing all around uh yeah do you have a do you have another transplants uh show coming up or, or maybe in the works something you're gonna try and yeah do? my next transplants is already booked um i believe it's gonna be in august okay nice. uh, after after the funniest in portland competition which will be taking place uh through throughout the summer cool and awesome. i'll be i'll be participating in that once again 
rigging the system, so to speak. Tyler <laughs> advanced yeah, in that be. fucking contest, so you know what? I'm not rigging anything. <laughs> Maybe you need uh, one of the uh, stones. What stone do you think would be most useful as a comedian? The time stone? Time- yeah. Right. Go back and get those laughs. You gotta, gotta time it out. Gotta get the right timing down, yeah. All about timing, yeah. <laughs> All right, Jays. Well, thank you so much for making time to come on the show. Uh, you know, we'll see you at the movies, and good, you know, good luck with your uh, your future performances. Thank you so much, and I I am for one am excited about Han Solo, uh, the Solo movie. I think it's going to be great. All right, so, put your name on it. There you go. We like that. On. We like that. All right, man. Well, until next time. Thank you so much. Continuing our Infinity War coverage, we've got special guest, Marcus Rocco, cartoonist, artist extraordinaire. Marcus, are you there? Yes, I am here. Fantastic. And Chris, have we lost you in the uh, Bifrost? Are you still with us? Uh, uh, I I can do this all day. Okay. (laughs) Oh, no. Okay. Well, okay. So we are continuing our Infinity War uh, crossover to end all crossovers here on Combo Characters. Marcus, I know uh, you're a huge comic fan. Clearly, it's what I believe sort of inspired you as an artist and now cartoonist. Um, Infinity War, uh, how you feel? <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm still recovering. I'm still hurt. I'm still extremely, extremely pissed off. <laughs> I, still have, I still have a burning desire more than my desire to eat. More than my desire to have sex. Wow. A burning oh. desire to punch Thanos directly <laughs> in his purple face. And his nutsack <laughs> chin, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just wanted just, just one shot. I mean, obviously, if I fought Thanos, he would kill me. But I feel like I could get a shot in. I, mean, <laughs> I like it. I like I the a little, I grew up in Elmendorf, Texas. It's kind of rough. I, I got in some fights in my life. Yeah. I, I mean, I can get a shot in and then he let him kill me. But he can give, give me one good shot. <laughs> I don't or if, if I'm in Hollywood one time or at a con and um I, I don't know how to say his name. What's his name? Justin or the guy that plays him, Broden? Oh yeah, Josh, uh, Josh Brolin. Brolin. Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. Like he trips and falls and I'm walking by and I might accidentally just stomp on his motherfucking <laughs> Wow. <laughs> that hate is real. Yeah. I love it. I he, love the hot takes. Catch these hands. Blend you know over. what? Like I oh, man, I can get so much into this, but don't do it. Yeah. Yeah, like, Brolin, I'm just going to go on record and say here, your Goonie status is revoked. (laughs) (laughs) Retroactively revoked. (laughs) Retroactively revoked. You were never, first off, you were never really Goonie. The Goonies tied you up to a chair with the Slinky. Yeah. So, you're not a real Goonie. I think, wait, Marcus, I I I think you just hit on something. Maybe in Avengers 4, they utilize some Slinky tech. You know, oh, get into yeah. Thanos' head. I got they, it. I got they, it, though. Since okay. it's Disney now, it's a Slinky from Toy Story. There you go. Oh, Slink. Oh, man. The crossover gets even bigger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> we can't have the X-Men. We can't have X-Men action figures. Oh, man. <laughs> That's all Ike Perlmutter, by the way. I did more research on that. I know this is something that we've covered years ago, I think. But uh, it was his edict, Ike Perlmutter, uh, who's no longer uh, co 
chair or whatever of Marvel. Uh, he was the guy who was like, yeah, we don't own the rights to, to Fox X-Men and stuff. So we're not going to make any more action figures. We're going to, he's the one that said cancel Fantastic Four comic book. Like F that guy, man. Seriously. Like, <laughs> oh man. It's, um, man, hot take two of this segment. That, yeah. I like, I like how I'm throwing shade at Perlmutter, even though he's been <laughs> ousted for like eight months. It's fine though. I mean, he deserves it. Uh, Chris, do you have any uh, anything you want to ask Marcus? Yeah, keeping in this kind of raw vein that we got going on here, like uh, so the when the dusting starts, when the the culling after Thanos snaps his fingers, uh, everybody goes. Uh, <laughs> dusting has been kind of like kind of a meme already, like people disintegrating away. Uh, like I'm looking on a, a board right now, and I see like the Windows logo from Windows yeah, 95. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, that's uh, such a good one. <laughs> Shrek was one of the first ones they did. If you're familiar at all with the infamous Control Alt Delete comic with the the Loss comic, uh, they take a different t- turn on that one. Uh, we'll throw it up on the thread. It's it's uh, it's a lot to take in, but I'm wondering, Marcus, uh, which kind of disintegration was the most like mind boggling to you? Mind-boggling or hurtful? Like, uh, I mean, my, uh, my, yeah. Mind which one was boggling, Oh well, I'll, I'll I'll answer those in order. Mind-boggling to me was Black Panther because he's like, this mm. is not a place to die, and then he died. <laughs> like, what kind of shit is that? <laughs> like, he literally just told me. Don't die <laughs> you, it, maybe you're speaking from personal experience. <laughs> it's not yeah, very high I, on the Yelp reviews. Like he, like he, he basically said, like, dude, dude, you could die anywhere in the world, but right here is not the place. And then he dies in that same place. <laughs> so to me, I was like, that's kind of fucked up. Like, why do you do Black Panther like that? Yeah. Black Panther is so cool. He's he is, the coolest guy. In the he Marvel is universe. the coolest guy. He is so cool. Um, okay, so so that's the most like, what was the most hurtful for you then? And oh, I, the most hurtful, hurtful. Is any anybody that that knows me knows I'm a big Spider-Man guy. I got a Spider-Man mm. tattoo on my forearm. Right. Uh, my 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 battle jacket. I carry Spider-Man on my battle jacket. The biggest patch I own, the 12-inch patch across my back, is right. a Spider-Man patch. Right. Uh. So Spider-Man, like, okay. Uh, I the first time I picked up a Spider-Man book, I was probably six years old, and my wife looked at me after that happened. And she saw my man tears. I wasn't ashamed to cry man tears. I was crying man tears. <laughs> and she was like, why were you so emotional? I said, I've loved Spider-Man for 28 years. Like, 28 years of my 34 years on this life, I have loved Spider-Man. Yeah. So that one that one hurt me. And it's actually only the second time I've actually cried over Spider-Man. The first time being in Spoiler Alert, but, like, years ago, Spoiler Alert, uh, Spider- Ultimate Spider-Man. Yes! When he's walking, the last scene when he shows him walking away, his uncle got his arm over him. Yep. Oh my <laughs> god! I <laughs> okay. Bring him back, Spider-Man nerd right moment. Now. Yeah, I did not sleep that night. The night I read that comic book, did not go to sleep. I could not sleep because I was just too emotional, and. uh I know that sounds crazy to the you know to people out there that, that don't understand that deep of a connection with this fictional character, right? But like, I'm right there with you. I that was heartbreaking. Wonderful story told by Brian Michael Bendis, by the way. Um, and I'm not and okay. I know I've said this before, but welcome to the club, Marcus. 
the I cried <laughs> when Peter died club because yeah we're we're not the only ones though we're not I've talked I've talked I've asked the people and everyone's broken up about it it was it was so rough and I don't know if it would have been rougher if he would have just faded away or how he how how he actually uh, had that scene versus just kind of just fading away like, like a like a falcon right because falcon just he barely even got up and he was gone he was like because well, nobody res- nobody respects falcon they're like uh we're gonna let you roll over and then you're faded to dust like you don't even get last words he did yeah he did words. he did get to say anything you're right at all um let me ask you this marcus the there's a theory going out right now that that dr strange says before he fades out he says tony it was the only way. And earlier in the movie, we see him go to, I think, 14,605,000 alternate future realities to try to see how to win this battle. And he says that they win in one of them. Do you think Strange's final line to Tony Stark means that this is all what he saw and that this is necessary for them to eventually win the day, even though Thanos has won this battle up to this point. Yeah, I, I, I definitely have some, 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 some strange um, um, theories of my own of, well, of things he could have done during that battle mm-hmm. um, and why he didn't do them. But I, I also am of the uh, of conspiracy theory that Strange let it happen because he had to let it happen. Right. Like granted, he's he's now dust and he has no control. He can't do Tony anything. Making, yeah, Tony making the right decisions from here on out, but he was able to control the situation up until that point. So I think, and I talked to Chris about this. So, you know, Chris is a big Wong mark, and and we talked about how Wong you know Trong. Wong hashtag Wong Strong. He's the only magic user left, really. So it's it's we could maybe see maybe not a Doctor Strange sequel maybe we get a Wong solo film. Hey, oh, boy. Chris, how do you feel <laughs> I, about that? Uh, <laughs> you know, Wong's one of those characters that just disappears. He has like a funny line here and there, and he disappears in the background. But you know what? I'd be down with the Wong and Ned Leeds leading the charge <laughs> to, avenge, to avenge the Avengers. There you go. The Wong Nelly story. You, you have no idea how happy you're making Chris right now. Those are like his two favorite characters. Oh, man. Nelly's is a... You know what? Nelly's is an unsung hero in this Yeah, movie. definitely. Word. Say word. Best word. Best friend. Best friend. He's like, I need a distraction. No questions asked. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. No, no questions asked. Just gets up and does it. Man yeah. in the chair. I'm still with it. I'm still <laughs> with it, Ned. Which is not really Ned. Everybody knows it's Genki. Right. But I don't know ultimate. why they don't call him Genki. But okay, Ned. Parentheses. Parentheses. <laughs> yeah, Genki. It is really weird. It's, it's, you know, I don't know. I feel like sometimes they just have so much to play with. You know, in the MCU, that they're like, ah, let's just mix this up and see what happens. Like, it's it's crazy. Um, all right, Mark. I'm sure, I'm sure it was actually more like, uh, you can have a brown actor, but he's got to have a white name. There you go. <laughs> that's that's true. Uh, Marcus, before we let you go, do you have any else, any other like one just burning issue or or thing that you want to get out there? about infinity war that you just want the fans out there to know that you you have thoughts you have these feelings about it uh 
the last thing, what well, two last things? Okay. Uh, number one is Thor. Like this whole time, we're laughing at Thor's story. We're <laughs> we're thinking he's this drunken hippie that loves to have fun, and his whole world is torn apart. Yeah. How sad is his world? Like everything, but then he's also such a fucking warrior because he's just like. Of course he's gonna he's just the next person to stand up in front of me. He'll be the next person to fall. Like all the others. Like Thor knows he's the shit. He's just the warrior. He knows he's there. He's destined to kill everybody. I mean, granted, he messed up. He right? almost killed Thanos. <laughs> Should have went for the head. He should have went for the head, but he knew he was going to kill him. He right. was like, he's just another person in a long fucking line of people that stands in front of me that I have to destroy because my whole goal in life is destroy people because I'm fucking Thor. That was gangster as hell, and I loved it. Yeah. Um, The next thing would be Mantis. Nobody cares what? about Mantis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shots fired. Marcus, you build me up just to bring me down. <laughs> well, I mean, she disappeared, and she was just like, "Let me tell you how much I don't care about Mantis." <laughs> if I sit sit down and think about the whole movie, I can mm-hmm. think about different things in that whole movie. The only thing I remember about Mantis is her holding Thanos's head. Right. I don't remember nothing. Nothing she said in the movie. She and then when she disappears, it took me a while to realize she disappeared. Like I was like, "Where did Mantis go?" <laughs> and I feel like other people. I feel like this is a common thought with everybody else. I feel like everybody else feels this way. Shots fired at Mantis. You're, you're right, though. She, she, in terms of her actions, does not really do a lot in the film. She gets turned into spaghetti. She she bounces up and down on the planet for a second. And uh, she points at Star-Lord at one point. He and, did it again. And that that's about it. Um, oh, and then, and then she also put Thanos to sleep when I really wanted to... I mean, not Thanos, um, Drax. Like, that was another disappointing disappointing thing. Like, Drax has been wanting to kill Thanos forever. Yeah. And he, he gets, like, what, two shots in? Yeah. Maybe. He gets like, that one that w- <laughs> He gets that one blade shot to the knee or whatever, like, to the, yeah. <laughs> the back he gets of the, the He gets his right leg. He kind of just holds on. <laughs> yeah, the... like, I wanted I wanted to see them go one. Well. Because I, I thought Drax could hold his own against it. But then, I mean, we I also mean, saw Thanos beat the shit out of Hulk, so. <clears throat> Yeah. Maybe he can't. In the but comic, like in the Dr- comic, right? But it's, you know, it's a little different in the MCU. Like, Drax was just a punchline in that movie. He really didn't do much either. Hey, man, he moved incredibly slowly. <laughs> so much so. <laughs> no, maybe that's why I didn't notice what he was doing. He was invisible the whole <laughs> He's invisible time. the whole time. Damn. All right. It worked. Drax. He did it. I know. He, he, he was sleuthing around. Um... Marcus, before we let you go, uh, I know you're you're big on social media and stuff. Why don't you throw out your uh, how people can get at you uh, out there in the uh, listeners in the CBCU? The easiest and best way is Instagram. It's uh, Marcus Cardenas Rocco, and that it would be the, the easiest and best way to reach me. If you are in Houston, I believe this show is going to come out before the 24th. Definitely. Yeah, so if you're in Houston, I will be at Comic Palooza. And, of course, in San Antonio, my hometown show, I will be at Alamo City this October. Awesome. I, you Now, you've been to Comic Palooza uh, before, right? You said it, you said you really liked it. Yeah, I really. So. Uh, the, the To me, personally, the three best shows is uh, Fan Expo in Dallas, Comic Palooza in Houston, and Alamo City in San Antonio. Nice. And Alamo City got some catching up to do. Comic Palooza just announced Tom Holland, and 
I gotta go pay like four hundred dollars to get an autograph, but just to look at it. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm like, uh, I don't know if I could do it, but I'm gonna do it. So, Man, nice. so, so yeah. And and I know um, uh, Dallas pulled in uh, uh, Affleck, so they had Batman. Yeah, Compaluza gets Spider Man. Come on. San Antonio, step your game up. Let's get some Captain America. In Come on, game. Apple. Where's Chris Evans at? Where's Chris Evansworth? <laughs> or some Thor. Get some, get some, maybe some ScarJo. Nice too. <laughs> oh. Anyway, uh, well, Marcus, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on. We'll definitely have you on in a future episode. Uh, but thank you for lending your thoughts on Infinity War. We'll talk to you until next time. All right, continuing our Infinity War coverage here on Combo Characters, I've got the OG co-host, Ignacio. Ignacio, how are you doing, sir? Oh my God, it feels so good to be back. <laughs> uh, uh, this is this is uh, this is a bit surreal. Um, yeah, no, it feels good, man. We've got a little bit of a uh, little bit of time as the uh, since the kids are down, taking a nap. By the way, okay, I, that's actually mm-hmm. I'm glad you said that because you've you've said that to me a few times recently, and I don't know if you realize you're doing this. But when you you say it like the kids are down, and then you kind of pause, and it's it sounds like like Black Hawk down, like they're like they're like they they got kidnapped or they're dead or they're they've been Thanos snapped. Like oh jeez, like it sounds got, really dark. Me. I'm glad that that's not the case, but I don't know that you know that you do that. But there's like a little pause. I'm gonna keep doing it because it'll keep you in suspense. Oh, hey, man, you still there? Yeah. Did you hear anything I said? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We're off to a great start. Yeah. Um, I, I, it cut out a little bit. That's fine. It's technical difficulties. It happens. You're all the way in. Uh, you're in New York now, right? So. I'm in New York. I got a lot of uh, got a lot of devices going on right now. Maybe <laughs> I'll maybe I'll maybe I'll stop some of these. Um, but yeah, no, dude, it's it's. Uh, it's you know it's tough. I'm I'm pretty much you know they're they're uh, they're nanny. They're full time nanny. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh it takes up a lot of your time. You've you've conver- also, you've converted yeah. from a nerd boy to daddy boy to nanny boy. Ooh. Okay. I you know I don't know about nanny boy. I feel like that's <laughs> I feel like that's taken a little too far. Okay. But um. Chris wishes he could he- be here. By the way. Um, yeah. You know. But he sends his regards. Shout out to Chris. Shouts to Chris. Um, Who, by right, the way, yeah. I mean, low key, just like save this podcast. I mean, I don't, I don't know what what this podcast would be without. I, without would, Chris I I'm a hundred percent with you. Uh, yeah. His his Wong takes. Uh, <laughs> his his yeah. vitriol for Vin Diesel and like Chunky XL really uh, really carries the podcast for sure. Yeah, the Wong jokes for sure definitely push the envelope. But you know, that's that's what our listeners want. You know, they want some edgy material. So Yeah. All right, let's actually talk about Infinity War. It's nice catching up and all. But um all right, I know you have thoughts. I'm sure they're about <laughs> I'm sure they're about Iron Man and Spider Man and we will I definitely want to get into that. I'm gonna just I wanna cover this one thing real quick. Cause this just came out this morning. Um so they asked James Gunn, I guess on Twitter or Instagram or something. Oh my god, is this Dark Hawk related? No, no. Oh, okay. Um 
But, uh, you know, so in Avengers Infinity War, Groot, unfortunately, is one of the characters that that, that kind of dusts out Thanos. R.I.P., rest Thanos in peace. Snap. Um, and so, he said, yeah. Let's, I mean... I mean, teenage Groot is kind of kind of a dick, but anyway, keep he's going. kind of a dick. He uh, yeah. he says something very very vulgar to Star Lord earlier in, he does. in the film. Yeah, um, he does help make Thor's new uh, which battle axe. You know, which is, is maybe the coolest moment of the whole movie. We'll we'll, we'll get into that anyway. Okay. Sorry to sidetrack. <clears throat> no, no, no. Uh, so anyway, you know, he says, "I am Groot" before he 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 bams out of there, and James Gunn confirmed. That what he says, his translation, is to Rocket, because Rocket's right there, right? Mm-hmm. He says, <laughs> he says, Dad? That's what Wait. he says. That's what Groot is saying when he dies. Oh, my He's God. He's calling out to Rocket. That's brutal. <laughs> but yeah. James Gunn just also, like, reveals shit. Yeah. After the fact, where everyone's like, "Wait, what? I didn't realize Groot." So wait, Baby Groot isn't actually Groot. He's yeah. like Groot's. He's Groot's son. Son. Like I didn't son. know that. None of the stuff is made clear in the actual movie, and then he just like drops these bombs on people afterwards. Yeah. He guns them down. <laughs> um, but uh, wow, that's really sad. Yeah, I was gonna say, but, as a as a father of twins, like a father father of two, how does that make you feel? Oh God, that's really brutal. That's really brutal. Um. I'm glad I didn't know what he actually said. Right? And I was able to just focus on on uh, on Spidey going. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say cuz now if I if I see the film again, which at some point that that's going to happen whether it's on Blu-ray or whatever. Uh now I get to cry in two parts, you know? Now I get to <laughs> awesome. I've cried. Okay, can we just yeah, Let's just I mean, we're burying the lead here cuz I mean, we were going <laughs> to we had talked about even though it never really got serious about trying to see this movie together. Yeah. Because it was, you know, everyone was kind of talking about Tony potentially dying in this yeah. movie. Yes. There was zero discussion of Peter zero percent. biting the dust. Yeah. No, no one had that one happening. Yeah. So, you know, we thought it would be kind of funny, you know, watching yeah. Tony die together. Yeah. And then Just you can watching... make fun of me. Yeah. Yes. And, of course, it's a complete switcheroo. Not only does Peter die, he dies in Tony's arm. <laughs> He dies like, telling him, I don't feel good, Mr. Stark. Yeah, I don't feel so good. And like, and it was such a, a big emotional moment Jesus in the movie, yeah. and everyone is so invested. But yeah. I'm, I couldn't help myself from laughing, because I'm thinking psychopath. of you. I'm yeah. thinking of you watching this fucking movie. Oh, yeah, and dude. And like, what yeah. the fuck? So let's set the scene real quick. You saw the movie, like, just as your movie was ending, and I think you had just gotten out. I had yeah. literally just sat down. <laughs> and so I have my phone, but my phone is, is on silent. It's face down. The movie hasn't started yet, but I have a smartwatch, right? So mm-hmm. all I see is my watch light up, and it says Ignacio. And I just go, <laughs> no. And I just turn it off. So smart. And then smart. I, you know, I checked it later. Um, I mean, like, I was already back in the car by the time. Cause I, man, I... You know, just the feeling at the end of that movie is such a gut punch. I was like in shock. I finally get in the car and I look at my phone, and it's you. You said like two things. You said like, "Oh wow, the movie's amazing," and then just a stream of LOLs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it wasn't a spoiler. <laughs> no, but I guess you could have read between the lines and been like, "Uh oh, that that can't sound good." I yeah, I'm really yeah. glad I didn't see it. 
because uh, no, I mean it, it, it's really vague, but I just like uh, something bad's gonna something well, happens. I wasn't I wasn't trying to spoil anything. <clears throat> I was hoping you had already seen it or or would see my message afterwards, right. and I knew that you wouldn't need any more description. Like you you knew exactly what. Happened, oh no, I, I knew what those LOLs were for for sure. Yeah, of course. Loss of life is what the L O L oh, stands for. Um, interesting. I didn't even <laughs> think about the double meanings there. Uh, yeah, well, man. Anyway, I, I, yeah. I, uh, I cried, and uh, I've mentioned that many times on this podcast already. So, yeah. so okay, let's to just kind of keeping on that on that topic, since that is like the big, I guess, spoiler of this movie is that so many characters die. But, yeah. and I, I, I realize that maybe just seeing your favorite character ever actually die on screen is impactful. Well, not only but, that, like, did, did you not feel like, yeah, that. Like, you know, this isn't permanent, you know, like, okay, this is sad, but like, we're, we're getting these characters back, at least most of them. Like, does that not? Yeah. Did that not have I mean, the after the fact, after the it? fact, after the yeah. fact, yeah, you start to think, okay, Black Panther, they're right. literally their most profitable movie to date, like, just gangbuster worldwide sensation. They can't leave him dead, right? Of course not. There's already a Guardians 3 um spider-man's gotta have at least two more films you know so after the fact sure sure the rationale will kick in but in the moment no in the moment (laughs) in the moment i'm just like why are they taking him away from me like why would you why would you do that and and it's so pronounced in the film like his death specifically he gets hit lingers like he gets to talk he gets to grab onto Tony. He falls to the ground. His last words are, I'm sorry. Yeah. Which is, like, I've said this before, but it's the most Peter Parker thing uh, possible. No, it was. I mean, of all the of all the deaths, that was probably the most emotionally um, charged. It was, yeah. Yeah, yeah also because he's, like, he's, a, he's a kid, you know, in this universe. He's right. just started. Like, he was just named an Avenger um, officially. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but of course, I I was just the one guy. Yeah, the, the one the psychopath, the sociopath. So, by the way, in, in the theater, I so I only saw it once. You've seen it probably five or six times by now. But that is accurate. Okay, cool. Um, the biggest gasp was for Bucky, and I don't really know why. Really? I don't understand? Oh you my know, god! You, you should know, have heard Div- the audience. It I think like, Devin <gasps> Christine was saying that. I think they were. I think they said that too. And. Yeah, that was not my. That, that's never been my experience with the film. Um, well, it's funny though because he was, I think maybe the was he the first one that vanishes. I he think is. he might have been. He is. So then maybe maybe it was more the shock of just yeah. Oh whoa! These wait, all these characters are going to start vanishing. Like now. oh no, what happened? Oh wait, no, that guy's the main guy. Like what? Yeah. That's... Yeah, but also like oh, that can't be the end of it. Right. <laughs> there's oh, there's be more, more coming. Yeah. <clears throat> Oh, what if it was, was just Cap? What if, what if I mean, what if it was just Bucky? <laughs> <laughs> Thanos is like, I just couldn't stand that guy. I just hated his hair. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh man. Uh, so my so yeah. when when they got time for the uh, the extra scene, the post credit scene, right? I was like, so hoping it was going to be just Hawkeye chilling at home, <laughs> and like, and he's like talking to his wife, and he's like, oh. Oh, hey, there's a new Game of Thrones on or something. And he, like, goes to grab the remote, and then his hand starts to vanish. <laughs> and then he just vanishes. And she's like, no! And then that's the end. Wow. That's really dark, man. That's 
Yeah, but <laughs> but how great would that have been? Like just to see. I mean, Hawkeye wasn't even there, but like yeah, it would just be so. But he still dies. Die on his, yeah, on his, on couch. his couch. Yeah, that's that's pretty good actually. <laughs> so here's here's a rumor I've heard um, about Hawkeye is that in the next movie, in the next Avengers movie, his family is going to be the are they going to be the ones that that get that disappear? Oh, so there's more disappearing coming. I'm... Yeah, like it'll cut. It'll 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 show that side of it, I guess, and. He's gonna like lose it and become a character in the comics called Ronin, um, which mm. is which is a character that Hawkeye has become in the comics before. It's basically like a kind of a darker persona, Hawkeye. Yeah, essentially. So I do have a question about Captain Marvel because I feel like yeah. with with all of the Marvel introductions of new characters, they've usually been maybe with the exception of Spider Man, kind of low pressure like hey let's see if this character works and if not they can always be like a secondary character right but <laughs> captain marvel's coming into this basically with like the weight of the world on her shoulders and she's gonna have to save the universe yeah. i mean i and I'm, I'm not i'm not spoiling anything i'm not i'm not saying anything that i've read online it just seems oh, like no, that's no, how no. they're I setting mean, this we're, up and, yeah right we don't um, know at this point we don't but... know anyway but i'm not even like trying to look for potential spoilers online but that just seems like how they're setting it up that seems like a lot of pressure for brie brie uh, larson, brie larson. larson right yeah um to have to come into this universe where like her character has to kind of be a hit here because she's right. she's rodimus prime that's a good analogy yeah. she is rodimus prime <laughs> she's totally rodimus but prime. but I'm, I'm excited about the potential of that i think that could be really cool yeah it's gonna be really interesting to see what the russo brothers do because we're they're missing a lot of the characters like i mean like not having doctor strange i feel is pretty problematic um yeah for how are you going to tackle the thanos situation moving forward i mean maybe wong plays a more prominent i was role. just going to say wong's going to get yeah, in on chris, it chris is going to get pretty psyched about that but so the funny thing about captain marvel and i think brie, okay brie larson as an actress is amazing like I, it's mm. great that they got her but right now the only thing she's known for in terms of the captain marvel persona and I, you know, I'm not trying to be the misogynistic in any way, but like the thing, the internet thing about her right now is that there's a picture of Tom Holland in his <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man suit and his butt is pretty prominent there. And then it's, <laughs> okay. it's literally positioned next to a, a picture of Brie Larson in a Captain Marvel outfit with lesser butt. <laughs> and that's. That's one of the most prevalent images that I've seen in regards to Captain. It's just uh, like a goofy internet meme right now. I need uh, to find that because um, that we'll seems like something on... I, I need. I need to weigh in on that. We'll because, throw it up um, on the thread. Well, you know, this is really the wrong podcast to be <laughs> to be done. <laughs> maybe, maybe Superman's playing me wants to handle this one. I feel like Superman's playing me could pr- probably do a, a good job with this one. But yeah. like, I, I'll just quickly say this was a big issue for me with Allison Brie. You know, I'm just going to drop it there. But um, okay. <laughs> It's it, it's worth picking up some other at some other moment, um, but uh, but and that's interesting. Well, I, just, um, and, and I, you know, I, what, I don't think there's going to be a ton of, you know, upskirt shots. Yeah, Captain they're not going to DCEU it with uh, Snyder <laughs> and Wonder I Woman. I, though not the, the Wonder Woman movie wasn't like that, but but Justice League Justice definitely League. had yeah, quite a few meant. more uh, quite a few more shots of Wonder Woman that were a little too 
a little too uh, sexually tinged, maybe. I like. I, I know. know what scene you're talking about. I think the funniest thing about that scene is immediately following. They keep the camera on the same angle, like a cyborg jumps down, and it's, mm-hmm. it's almost as if to say, "No, no, no, this isn't sex- sexist or sexualizing Wonder Woman." Here's Cyborg in the same position. Like, there you go. Yeah. He's a minority um, and a robot, so it's a twofer. Right. And <laughs> as soon as Cyborg enters the scene, I mean, everyone's eyeballs are going to go to Cyborg. Because, I mean, he just owns the screen. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. Such a, jeez, what a forgettable what character. A, what a magnet, um, right? Oh, uh, <laughs> man. Any, okay, uh, before, before we let you go, any other thoughts on Infinity War? Um, just things. I thought it was great, man. I, you know, Marvel has a way of just after every movie I watch, I'm like, that might have been the best Marvel movie ever. Right. Um, <laughs> they just keep. I don't know, man. They just keep one upping themselves, and um, they've just had a great, especially the last year with Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, Black Panther. Black Panther, and now this. Yeah. Um, they're they're really killing it. I know maybe. For for people who are coming into this maybe without all the the backstory, it might be kind of a weird movie. But yeah, I, don't I feel think... like yeah. Let me ask you this: Do you think if someone had never seen any of the other Marvel films, and and they just happened to get dragged <laughs> yeah, along with their nerd audience, friends, really? But anyway, yeah, go ahead. yeah, right, right. I mean, this movie is going to make two billion dollars. So who right. hasn't seen it? Who hasn't seen at least some of these films? Um. Do you think they could watch this movie at all and, and make really any sense of it? Maybe in like a, in like just a car crash way, like, you know, just jumping into something and being like, whoa, this is just like a crazy ass ride, but I don't really know what the hell's happening. Right. Um, I, I mean, it's not also, it's not like they're particularly difficult movies to, to follow. Right. I mean, right. they have kind of, yeah, there might be certain parts of them that, that get a little bit, more complex but for the most part they're they're kind of simple morality tales yeah Um, i think i think the rooster brothers did something really smart with this movie in the sense that they sort of made thanos the protagonist in a way yeah it's his story so and he's a more or less new character this is the first time we really see him do anything and so if you're a new person just kind of coming into this if you just follow his arc it it sort of makes sense yeah, um, I agree. It's hard so. to yeah, it's hard to kind of step away from it after having <laughs> watched all these movies. But right. I will say I loved Thanos. I thought he I thought he was just such a powerful figure on screen, and he looked. I thought the CGI was really great. Yeah, every I mean everything looked amazing. Um, let's just see what else. I thought Thor had the best moments of the Definitely. movie. Thor is kind of turning into the star of how who would have thought who like <laughs> if I would have told you that coming off of the first Thor movie would you no would you believe me at all not at all and that's another <laughs> you know another credit to Marvel man they just they just they just know how to how to make this stuff work and like they found a way to make me care about Thor which I never thought I would say <laughs> yeah um, he's so good in this um, he's awesome and he's... the moment when he shows up in Wakanda I mean that was the moment of the movie oh I everybody was... clapped. Yeah, that was so great. Clapped. That so. was really, really cool. So, yeah, it, that's exciting to see him killing it. It was, it was fun seeing the Guardians characters with yeah. with the rest of the universe. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, I think we're setting up for a second half that's going to be even crazier. And I think, I think the second half is when is when maybe we'll need to watch together because I think. <laughs> 
I think this is the end. For Tony goes down. For Tony, but you know what? It's a good. He's had a good run. I think it's time. I think it's time to. I think that's fair uh, too. I think to hang up the gloves. Yeah, I think that's fair. (laughs) Let me ask you this: if I if I told you one of the three of Iron Man, Cap, and Hulk, or uh, Iron Man, Cap, and Thor dies, or all three die (laughs) in the next film, which which way do you lean? I don't think they're gonna kill Thor. I don't know. I if if it was between Cap and and Tony, and which one was more likely? I would say probably Cap, but yeah. I, I don't know, man. To me, they're kind of on the same level. I think both of them are going to be gone. I I, th- I think if not all three, I think definitely Cap and Iron Man are going down in the in the in the next Avengers. I think they're going to sacrifice themselves somehow. Oh, so you think you think we might be done with back. Thor? That would be kind of. A well, I don't, I don't I don't know, but those are kind of the OG three, right? That's true. And so, and they've all had their their trilogy of films. Though did, wasn't Hulk out before? Yeah, but Hulk, Hulk just has the one film. It's Edward Norton, and yeah, you know, all doesn't that really mess. count. That, but like those three have the they each have their own separate trilogy already, right? And you know, I think I think Iron Man specifically because it's Robert Downey Jr. because he has the highest price tag, uh, because he's the oldest. You know, it makes sense for him to go. Um, but it seemed like Chris Evans was ready to step away too. Yeah, I think Evans might be done. He's so good as Cap, though. Like he's he really is. He's so good at it, and that's the thing. I really hope he has a much more prominent role in in four in Avengers four because he's in this one, but he's not in it as much as I would like. I'll tell you who will have a bigger role is Black Panther because yeah. <laughs> they, right. you know, because of the timing they 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 made this movie before they really knew right the the success that that movie was going to have right. uh, worldwide and also like the cultural impact it was going to have Definitely. which is really uh probably outweighed any marvel movie ever um so yeah uh so yeah i would expect him to have a much bigger role which well i don't know if when if, if they bring him back, back <laughs> right they should bring him back the thing is and that we we uh i know that chris and i have talked oh, about this oh story. sorry no because you asked me for other stuff, I just want to the the Okoye side eye was one of my favorite moments of, of the whole movie too. Okoye uh, side eye when Hulk when uh, when yes. Banner falls. Yes, <laughs> I'll fucking the uh, the that. the white people. What are you doing? Look that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was so a good. bit of a social commentary. Uh, that was I, so I feel good. Like. I thought it was really good. It was really yeah. good. Um, well, no, but that's the interesting thing because uh, even with Black Panther, if they wanted to keep him dead through like another phase they could because you could have shuri or okoe be the next black panther or umbaku like there's other stories you could technically tell like you could tell another black panther movie technically without t'challa and you could like tell another idea, spider-man actually. movie without peter parker you could have miles you could have a number of other people you can do another guardians without the guardians you can keep rocket because he's still around and there's the Sylvester Stallone Guardians, right? That's so true. Yeah, so but they're you, not going to carry a movie. But I'm just saying they could do like one iteration of those films without the characters that have made those films a thing. I love that idea. I don't know if they'll actually. I don't think. They'll, I, go I think it's too big it. of a swing. But at the same time, I think so too. But but it's also, they're Marvel's in a spot where like they haven't had a miss. In right. They can so do whatever long. they want. They can. They, they literally can do haven't. They, want. they haven't yeah. really had a miss ever. I mean, maybe the yeah. Incredible Hulk. But even that still was profitable. Yeah, so, right, Iron Man too. But yeah, but again, still profitable. Like still profitable, still right? Very profitable. So, 
Yeah. I, yeah, you know that's 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 an interesting point. It, it would it would be cool for them to try to try that, but um, it, but yeah, that's they've put themselves in this really strong position now where they've got all these logs in the fire and they can just kind of move pieces around and and play around with them and yep. do what they want. So, and like you said earlier, they're bringing in new characters like Captain Marvel. So like, yeah. they're, even if they swipe like you know pull some off the board, they've got other people coming in. Absolutely, to, to fill in those spaces. Well, uh, okay. Last thing, any any other final thoughts before? Uh, before no, except that I I love the movie. I thought it was great. I'm yeah. I'm really excited to see where we go from here. I, I did see someone write online, and I, and I kind of agree with what they were saying. Is like, how do we go from Infinity War to like watching an Ant Man movie? Right. <laughs> right. Well, there's that meme. I don't know if you've seen it, and I don't even know what it's from. I think it might be from Always Sunny. It's like yeah. somebody like trying to hand someone like a cup of coffee or like a plate of food. Right, and it's like the person handing over the plate is like Marvel, and the fans are the ones receiving the plate. <laughs> and it says fans, and then the the plate says Ant Man and the Wasp, and they just <laughs> grab it, and then the next frame is them just throwing it like against like down the hall because like fuck, like I don't want this. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's that's about right. But yeah, Marvel, I'm even really then, even then, Marvel's smart because they got Paul Rudd and his Paul Rudd charm. Totally. To try to yeah. win you over, like he'll make it work for sure. But it's like, how do you? Yeah, it's kind of funny to to go from the most emotionally charged Marvel movie ever to like a silly little like a goofy comedy, <laughs> a goofy comedy. comedy. <laughs> yeah. So it, it'll be interesting to see how they pull that off if they can pull it off. Yeah. That. Yeah. It's. It's. This might be one of the one few hurdles that they don't clear. We'll yeah. See. We'll see. We'll see. Well, but thank anyway, you... you were gonna say one last thing. Oh, was I? Um. Nope. It's fine. <laughs> I think we covered it. Yeah. I mean, you got to make sure your kids are down or whatever, right? So. Oh, uh, yeah. They might be up soon. Oh, so good. that could be. Up means alive. Up means non Thanos snapped, right? Yeah. So that's good. Oh, God. I don't even want to think about that. Why? Right. So, okay. Can I ask one, th- one yeah, other yeah. thing, though, before we go? Yeah. Why didn't Thanos just end it all? Like, why didn't he kill everyone? Why? I got one better for you. Why didn't he yeah. just make more resources? If his whole thing was like, there's not enough resources or planets or whatever. Yeah. Like you, you have all this power. Like you could just make more, like make more space. Well, how do we know he didn't, he didn't do that. No, he didn't. He just got rid of half of everything. But I was just like, but if well, that was his thing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but why, but why not get rid of it? Why not just get rid of all the superheroes? Oh, like, I don't know. Because this whole thing was about being indiscriminate, right? Like, it was just half. Yeah. Like, he didn't, I, I, I don't think don't get... he, I don't think he actively chose who died. But he also had the power to kill more. So, I'm just curious, like, what the, what his thinking was there. Right. He didn't kill Thor, who almost killed him. Right. Uh, good yeah, I don't point. know. I don't know. Maybe it seems, hubris? It seems lazy. Or maybe, yeah, maybe it's just hubris where he's like, well, if I take away half, that's, they're not going to be able to to even get near me so who cares right like they couldn't win now yeah right so. like they're not gonna win anyway so like fuck it yeah <laughs> like right. i don't know well, man if there's a pile of ants in front of you do you care if you kill half of the ants or all of the ants like i'm not i'm not an ant killer unless they were inside my house yeah. i don't just indiscriminately <laughs> kill ants do you <laughs> no <laughs> okay uh good question though good question yeah. um all right, well, Ben, thank you so much for making the time to come on, and we'll yeah, definitely dude, have a, you it on. It was a pleasure. Time it's awesome permits. always it's nice. being on the show, and hopefully I can be more of a regular uh, 
yeah, moving make forward. more of a regular appearance. Yeah, at some I know. Point. I, it would be really great to have you and Chris on at the same time. So yeah, man, that's the dream. That Someday, the dream. hopefully. That's the dream. All right. Well, take care, man. All right, continuing our Infinity War uh, coverage here on comic book characters, we've got Nicole Jorge from the Alexander Archives podcast. Uh, uh, Nicole, are you there? I'm here. Fantastic. And Chris, are you still with me? Still standing. Have not Uh, lost you yet. I I, I feel like the Punisher after he got punched by Molly Hayes, but still standing. (laughs) That's a comic reference, not not a Netflix reference or a Hulu crossover right. reference i guess i guess that's the next thing right like a netflix hulu maybe uh free form cloak and dagger like a free form's not a like thing a tv crossover that'll i don't know anyway uh so as as we've gone through uh with the other guests nicole what i'd like to ask you is we've seen a lot of characters in this infinity war movie and um it's being touted as, as the biggest crossover in cinematic history. That being said, there are some characters that are MIA from this movie. With your knowledge of the MCU, who were you most sad to not see in this film? Like, like where, what is your, where are they question? So with my admittedly weak knowledge of uh, the MCU and my terrible eyesight and difficulty following attention, um, I either Valkyrie was not there or we panned over her real quick on a pile of dead bodies, and I was not satisfied with that. So. Okay, fair. Now let me let me put your um, your your fears uh, to rest. Uh, one, I've seen the movie way too many times, so I, I are you like, double digits now? I triple no, no, not yet. I you not know yet. the, the movie pass thing. See, here's the thing, real quick side note. Movie pass uh, changed their their terms of service, so now you can only see a movie once. Like once you see any movie, uh, you can only see it that one time. You can't keep going. What? Yeah. So bullshit. Yeah, and they're, they're, so their argument, their the CEO's argument was. Well, this 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 service isn't meant for films like Infinity War. It's meant for films like Tully. Like we want you to see the smaller films and give them a chance. And I was just like, oh, that's such bullshit. But whatever. It's still <laughs> it's still only ten dollars, and I could still, in theory, see every movie that comes out. But I digress. Um, so if, having seen the film multiple times, though, I can confirm Valkyrie is not there. There is like a like a handmaiden type Asgardian down in the corner that looks suspiciously a bit like Valkyrie. Not her, though. Um, and this was confirmed by the Russo brothers, uh, oddly enough, at a like a high school function. I don't know what they were doing there, but they were asked about, like, where's Korg? Where's Korg? Where's Valkyrie? Uh, where's Meek? And apparently they, along with about half of the Asgardians that were on the ship, were able to escape. So they, they may or may not have vanished into, like, couch stuffing fluff we just don't know that's true that's That's true (laughs) that's a good point yeah uh it's possible it's possible that they got thanos snapped out of existence um that being said let's let's just let's live in this world where valkyrie is is still alive and kicking what do you what would you like to see for her character either in the next thor film or perhaps the next avengers film can can she get her own film because that would okay. be yeah, that would be pretty nice. That would be nice. Maybe a team up with you know, so, Black Widow. Just 
Yeah. Just keep things going, see I, what happens. I actually really appreciate you bringing that up because there is a rumor going out right now that they are kicking around the idea of doing an all-female team-up film. So you'll have Okawe, Okae and uh, Black Widow and Valkyrie and Scarlet Witch. Well, I mean, maybe not Scarlet Witch, <laughs> I guess. But uh, maybe Shuri. Left floating on the wind. Yeah, they'll just carry her in a little baggie. Oh, that would... <laughs> dark uh but yeah so yeah hopefully right like that would actually be really cool and you know uh, the dceu got a lot of publicity with wonder woman and that film's really great uh but here's a here's a chance for marvel to do something that that, that dc hasn't done an all an all-female team team up movie would be pretty neat um okay chris did you have a question for nicole oh yeah for sure um yeah, the scope of this story was kind of kind of big. Like even on the meta level, you're bringing together all these different like uh, connected franchises, but they're still like you know contiguous characters that that you. It's insane to see like it, it just starts. It just starts and it's just plot, plot, plot. I'm wondering from a, a storytelling standpoint, what's your take on this? Is this kind of like uh, a good scenario that they left the MCU in after Thanos kind of wipes out everybody? Is this like a uh, fodder for writing, or is it kind of like well? It's telegraphing the next move. We know they have to come back. The evil guy can't win. Um, what would you uh, think? Dot, dot, dot. I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. You know, I so I, I anticipated people biting the bucket. And I was, with it being Marvel, I was kind of on the fence. Like, okay, people will probably die. People will come back. Then um, Black Panther got fluffed into the wind. And it was just kind of like, yeah. well. <laughs> Okay, so that that settles it because it's just like taking a bucket of money and throwing it out into the wind, you know? I mean, it's like, <laughs> what, what, why was that done? I don't understand. So uh, it, it kind of drove me nuts, honestly. Um, just there were so little of people I really wanted to see more of that kind of frustrated me. I understand how it turned out like that, but um, they, they, they need to, to get to remedying some of that right quick. Right. Yeah, we've been kind of of two minds of that. Like, it, it'd be like, uh, oh, of course they have to come back, right? I mean, this is these are superheroes. But then again, yeah, on the nope, flip side... Nope, one Black Panther movie and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> on the flip side, like, what an insane call to make if they all just stayed dead. I mean, because there are other characters, and like at least the publishing side, that do take up the mantle of Captain America, of Iron, Iron, Iron Heart, really. Yeah. Um, Black Panther, Shuri becomes yep. Black Panther for a bit. Thor, there's late, there's a, the female Thor, or what people Jane call Lady Thor. Yeah, Jane Foster, yeah. Um, it can't continue. Yeah, that's a huge flex if they go that way, where where they don't, you know, where they just are like, no, these these people are dead. You know, Miles is Spider-Man, and, and here you go. And I don't know, that's... It's, you know, it was, it was kind of funny because I was honestly, like, prepared emotionally for, you know, Steve to bite the bucket. I was like, there are two backup replacements. They're both there and ready to go. Mm-hmm. And now we're <laughs> down the replacements. So, okay, never mind. <laughs> that's true. We got a real Keanu Reeves situation. Yep, that's right. I just referenced a 1996 Keanu Reeves film. Highlander, man. There can be only one. Uh, uh, 60. But, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, so... If you had a pre- do you have a preference? Would you would you like to see Marvel kind of kind of uh, swing for the fences and try something really unconventional like that, where they might take this next phase of films and and not bring the characters back for a bit and try some of these other things, or would you like to see you know these characters that have that have dusted away uh, come back in the next film, or at least some of them? 
you know, I if, it, if we were just thinking about it in terms of characters, you know, they they come and they go. You know, it, it happens. People take with a mantle. Somebody else comes back. It's just there's some of them that I feel like we saw so little of. Like I really like new Spider-Man, whose name I don't even know, but he's adorable and I love him. Uh, Tom um, Holland. Yes, yeah. he's precious. He's just just want to pinch his little cheeks. He's he's awesome. Um, I was I was kind of warming up to Scarlet Witch a bit. I liked her more in the comics, and I was like, eh, Olsen, I don't know, but you know, it would have been nice to see more of her. Um, Black Panther was like, I'm still recovering from that. Yeah, um, yeah we all are. I just you know I, it will be interesting to see them try to move on from that, but it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So I'm thinking we're just gonna get back to. Everyone returns from the dead except for, you know, Ben. <laughs> Uncle Ben. <laughs> Shout, shouts to Uncle Ben. Um, okay, well, Nicole, b- before, before we let you go, uh, were there any other thoughts that you had that you just want to get off your chest about Infinity War? Either something that you really liked about the film or something that you thought might be missing or just anything in general? Um, I, I got most of my incoherent screaming out okay. within the first few days after seeing the movie, so I'm I'm good. I'm kind of I reached that lull, right? You know where you settle down after you've had like a tantrum. You know when you're a kid, you remember, and you're just kind of like, well, I'm done now. It's okay. Right. I'll I'm recover s- eventually. I'm still breathing. I might have some ice cream now. It's all good. Um, One last takeaway yeah. uh, of this kind of like format that we've been trying for this podcast, this giant sized Avengers podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. News keeps coming out, like little tidbits of trivia uh, from different sources. Uh, one that came out today, and it's kind of shows uh, how long it's taken to record, is Groot's final words when he's kind of dusted away. Uh, just, I am Groot to us, but on the script for Vin Diesel, it said, Dad. Oh, fuck no. What the hell? <laughs> That's Thanks, just terrible. <laughs> I don't know. That's, I don't know. No. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. That's that's fair. Oh boy. Well, Nicole, uh, where can people find you if they wanna they wanna if they wanna get into your podcast and and you know find you on social? Uh, well, we have our our Facebook group. Uh, we're on there, Alexandria Archives. Um, we are at alexandriaarchives.com. Uh, we're on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Alexandria Archives, and we're on iTunes and Stitcher. Um, Twitter, our Twitter exists. Uh, we argue over who answers stuff on it, but it does get answered. So it's a perfectly good means to contact us. And and why don't you go ahead and let our listeners know just just a, like a brief synopsis of what your podcast entails, like that way they can get an idea. Like, um, yes, it is a fun, happy, exciting college radio show wherein um, people like to call the radio and share their nightmarish life stories. Um, so yes, if you're into a little bit of horror, a little bit of comedy, and um, just some really weird stuff, then I think you would enjoy it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. We really do appreciate it. And uh, yeah, so thank you all listeners as well for sticking with us. Uh, I know this has been a long episode, but we hope you all have enjoyed it because... Um, you know, this is the crossover to end all crossovers. We wanted to do something special for all of y'all listening out there. And thank you always, listeners, for being in there and giving us the feedback that you give us. Until then, everyone, stay super. Thanks for listening. So long, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>